Hello and welcome to Quest for the Final Doom Journals of Ramjack. Greetings, everyone. I am Alex, and joining me today for Ramjack is our good friend Brad. Hello, hello, citizens. Hello. Mm, hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. Don't I think. Don't respond. Don't respond. It's it's the wonderful month of May, and we are transitioning from our mystery times to our Mister T times. Ah, oh, he's a, back. It's a month of celebrating a, a true hero, Mister T. Our hero, as he would say. Mm. Um, yeah, this cartoon is absolutely delight. Do you remember when it ran? Obviously, it ran in like either early eighties, I'm assuming, or mid eighties. Okay, eighty three makes sense. So uh. jump. Jumped ahead a few years. Hardy Boys and Nancy Drew were 76, 7, and 8, maybe 9. So we were ahead. We're back. We're in the 80s. And it's an amazing kids cartoon with a, with a live action sequence at the beginning. You are in for a treat. We're going to go down to, oh, Mississippi and uh, see what's happening there. Deal with some ghost riders. Ghost riders. Is that, is that code for, like, <laughs> something else? I mean... Just some good old boys in the back swamps looking for some buried treasure. I mean, listen, it is weird seeing a Confederate flag in a cartoon. I'll just say that. My jaw dropped, because I... Yeah, I mean, it was the 80s. It was a different... It was a forever ago at this point. It is weird to think that the 80s were so long ago. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Not not that long. It's a reasonable reasonable, uh, amount of time. I mean, let's say if someone was born in 83, it's not like they would be old. They would still be very, very young. I mean, yeah, when you think about it from that perspective, I'm just saying. (sighs) When I was a kid, the 80s were always like 10 years away. And that's just compounded over time. So now, to me, it feels far, 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 far back in time. It was before the internet. I mean, it might have well have been a different era, but fair enough. Very recent, very recent time. It was a very, very, very very recent time. They had microwaves. They had TVs. Mm -hmm. They had rock and roll music and gymnastics. Definitely. They had had muscle cars and... uh, Mm -hmm. uh, Yeah, it was was an interesting time. That's pretty modern. They had a lot of conveniences. Very current, very current time. Very current. No smartphones. Practically like it was yesterday. Uh, didn't have the windows. Didn't have windows. <sighs> sure as fuck gonna, didn't have any modern. I'm just going to open a vein right now. I'm just going to like just slice one open and just be like, goodbye. Goodbye, world. Before Brad bleeds out, we will talk about that episode, uh, Mr. T. And there's other things we want to talk about. So many um, things. Wait, do you mind if we start with movies? Oh, let's do it. Let's do it. Alex, what have you been watching? What have you been watching no. during these quarantine times? No. We're not going to start there. We're going to start oh. with the news that broke today. Oh. Have you heard about the feud between this just in? Universal Pictures said, guys, Trolls 2 did so well with just a direct to uh, stream release because we didn't want to release just in theaters. It exceeded our expectations by a lot. So now we're rethinking our strategy of just releasing things in movie theaters. We're going oh. to be really thinking about either sim- simultaneously releasing them or maybe some things just skip the theater entirely and go direct to Give uh, us that stream. new Fast and the Furious. Give us that Fast and the Furious movie. We've earned it. We deserve it. Hold up. Huh? Someone in the back raised their hand and stood up to Universal Pictures and said, you know what? No, this is it. 
the uh, the CEO of AMC Theaters said, "We are taken aback by these statements, and if this is their, if this is what they're going to do, once everything gets back to normal, once we get out of this quarantine times, until we talk." With Universal Studios, we are not going to show any of their movies at an AMC movie theater. Shut up! Fuck but, off! Look, AMC theaters had a good run; <laughs> they really like, did. But they're off. fucked. Off. They're they're done. They're like, done. Yeah, whatever, nerd. Get out of here. I'm sorry, guys. I I enjoy the movie theater experience as much as the next person for what it is. It's different than when I was a kid, but it's something new and fun, and I like it every once in a while. But I would greatly prefer direct to streaming because I'm a man with limited time. I mean, I, I'm I'm still gonna I would still prefer a theater, but yeah, and that's cool. You yeah. should have that option, but yeah, put the options out there. I'm gonna go to the theater. I mean, as long as I can live a regal life and just play a monthly fee and then go see whatever yeah. I want. But yeah, I'll do that. Um, like, cause like for one person single, like rent, like paying twenty dollars for to run a movie is kooky town. It's not going to happen. I'll just illegally download it. Sorry. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. And a family at a movie theater is $100 easy with concessions, which you have yeah. to get, and ticket prices. That's $100 to go yeah, see a movie. Yeah, that's, that's insane. That's, yeah, that's real bonkers. But real then you got to think about the time and what movies you can see, and then, like, all in the movie theater schedule. Guys, yeah. just do both. Let Brad see it in the... Yeah. Let him see Fast and Furious in the movie theater. Mm-hmm. Let me watch it at, like... 10 o'clock at night, 11 o'clock mm-hmm. at night, when everyone is asleep, and I can yeah. watch a movie like that, barely yeah. awake, with all the caffeine in uh, in in me to keep me awake to watch uh, Vin Diesel make that, uh, what looks like an insane jump, that plane is is over, it catches that one car, and he has to like use a grappling hook and like swing, not unlike a Batman with his grappling hook from the animated series, to another small island. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's mm-hmm. going on? I will be there and see it if you let it stream. Universal, yeah. don't listen to AMC. They'll come around. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just get them out there. Let's, let's, let's see movies. Let us see the fucking movies. Without you, AMC is nothing. <laughs> and they know it. This is just a big, like, to-do. Don't worry about it. Yeah. They'll come back. They'll come back. Also, just go ahead and release that Fast and the Furious movie. Come on, guys. No, wait. Yeah. Don't wait until next year. Don't come wait. On. Release There may it. not be a next year. There may not be a next year. All that production... All those actors, all that act, all the I, writing that went into the script, the special effects. So just let it, let it happen now. Alex, can let me just say, um, over the weekend I rewatched the first Fast and the Furious. I am f- b- flabbergasted, seriously. We I watched it for well, for absolutely true true crime, a deadly serious podcast. Amazing. Um, that was that was our that was our documentary to watch. Um, mm-hmm. And. It, that movie is from 2001. Damn. 2001. It's pre-9-11. We were in high school. Um, How the hell have Michelle Rodriguez and Jordana Brewster not aged at all? It is kind of weird. Which one, like, is your, which one is the one, the second one? Is that the sister? That's Dom's sister? Yeah. Okay, she has a. I, I think that she looks like she's aged, but Michelle Rodriguez has not aged at all for yeah, serious. Both of That's these ladies look amazing they have aged very well yes in a movie that was 19 years ago yeah they could do a they could do a prequel and with them (laughs) prequel times it's insane it's insane Um, it's insane what did you think of the first fast and furious it is i mean obviously so weird because it's just having seen them all now i'm like wow and again i really i just watched them all last year (laughs) Uh, 
but still after having seen them all and where it all it, like it's it is weird to go back to the first one that's about like stealing tvs and dvd players and vcrs boosting cars like oh you're stealing vcrs you're not like stopping like spies and like shutting down like cyborgs like you say VCRs, Here. but surely they were DVD players, right? No, friend. It's some TVs with built-in VCRs. Oh, those and guys? And DVD players. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it is wild. It is so weird. I have DVDs over there underneath my television, and I love them, and they will always have a place in my heart. But I haven't watched a DVD in months, if not a year. Like, it's been forever since I watched a DVD. I just ordered a collection of, like, I think, like, six DVDs. I ordered um, all the uh, Everything is Terrible collections. Oh, very cool. Because but that's like a niche a, thing. That's yeah. like a... Well, the thing is, and the reason I got the actual DVDs is, um, A, they're having a sale. Everything's like 50% off. All of them together, like I think it's like seven, um, was already discounted. So it was like $40 for oh, like damn. seven. And when you get the disc, there's actually, there's like an extra like two and a half hours of like content with the disc that you don't get if you just get the download. That so is I'm like, amazing. Well, fuck, because I've already got one of the discs, and I'm like, hey Dan, um, I'm gonna hook you up with one of these discs because I've already got it. But like this, it's worth it for all this extra shit. Everything is terrible. Is good stuff. That is. Uh, it is really good. So wow. that's very entertaining. And I'm, 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 and once I get them, I'm gonna rip them all and you know put them into my Plex server. But well worth, well worth the money to buy those physical discs. Oh, of course. Well, I mean, yeah, you take that physical disc. It's a collector's item. And then you put it on your Plex server because you need to watch it. You're not going to yeah. put it. You're not going to go back to disc life. No, no, it's, no, no. don't want to do that. Oh man, that's pretty awesome, man. That that's a good deal. That's a steal. With, yeah, with it's, that. yeah. I, I felt a little guilty uh, um, taking all taking all those sweet discs for such a little money. But I mean, hey, I've I've I bought stuff from them before. Um, I know that they every, make more. I'll, I'll buy more. Everything in terrible shamed someone publicly recently on the social medias yeah you've heard about quibi right yeah um yeah i heard about that bullshit i they're having a free trial right now i don't think anyone's going for it it's just short i like the concept short form videos on your phone whenever and wherever you want it i like short form things in theory nope Nobody wants to watch a TV series that's 10-minute episodes. It will never be a thing. I mean, there are cartoons that are separated into that, but that's a cartoon. Like, it's not... Yeah, that's, that's made for kids with short attention spans. And I guess you could... I mean, this is this is proving out whether you can do it for adults as well. Like, I'm not, I'm not as turned off by that per se, but I'm just not interested in any of the content they seem to be throwing out there also. So I'm just like, it's, it's not enough to me to be like, all right, let me give this a try. But one of their shows apparently, like, ripped off the aesthetic of yeah. Everything is Terrible, which itself borrowed heavily from the 80s. But I, you might be thinking that, but it is so shockingly close to the same things that no, they it's borrowed. No, the, it's the same title, too. It's the same title and the same design. Oh, I didn't realize it was the same title. I think yeah, it was the same yeah. design because I saw it. But yeah, it's I didn't like, know mem- the title I think it's Memory Hole. Oh, God. Well, which then, is yeah. like a show they did, yeah. Okay, so Quibi, you're you're on what? You're on notice. Yeah, they're fucking thieves and monsters, and fuck them to hell. Um, I'm glad they're gonna fail miserably. Yeah, there there there's no way this is coming down. Sorry, Quibi. No. Not really sorry because you're a monster, but sorry, Andrew, Anna Kendrick's weird uh, sex doll show. I feel bad for Anna Kendrick. I like Anna Kendrick as an actress. Everybody likes Anna Kendrick. She's a delight. Got ringed in by Quibi. They were just like, here's some money. Come she help us out. She got bamboozled. Bamboozled by the Quibs. It happens to the best of us. Huh. 
It's all right, Anna Kendrick. She'll be okay. You'll be fine. She'll be just fine. <laughs> the least, the one human being I think I am least worried about right now in the year 2020 uh, on April 28th is Anna Kendrick. I think she's going to be okay. I don't even remember the details, but I remember for just a brief moment, some celebrity tried to like commented on one of her random like social media threads or something to get her attention for like a romantic interest and it blew up in the public eye for like two days. Basically what happened from what I remember and I don't I don't remember all of it because I didn't follow it fully. I only saw followed it for the two days that were there. I was like, okay, this is weird and then carried on with the news cycles. But I guess the big drama was this person had made like a pass at her digitally in these social media circles and she just didn't respond. Which is awesome because why would you do that? Like I don't know how celebrities flirt through publicly like this. It's interesting to me, in a way. Who, who, who are these people? I don't remember. I don't remember who made a pass at Anna Kendrick, but it was another oh, famous Anna, person. Anna Kendrick. Okay. And then Anna Kendrick. I, was, was I, like, I didn't know who we were talking about at all. Okay. Anna, Anna Kendrick was like, "Nope, I'm not gonna not gonna talk about it. I'm not gonna humor it." Or maybe she said something, but it was very much like, "No, not interested." Another ce- another celebrity thing I remember was was it Demi Lovato, who's a uh, singer made a pass at the guy who plays Superman, Henry Cavill, publicly. Like, she... It was weird. I, We don't have to go into why I, underst- I, I know about this stuff, but it was... A, to me, it was interesting that people grabbed onto it and that these celebrities were using publicly Instagram to be like, hey, other celebrity, what's up? And their fans were getting in on it. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I think our boy could... Hey, Carrie Cavill, what do you think about Demi Lovato? Granted, she's a lot younger than you and you're an older dude, but hey... I don't know. I think it's all bizarre. Don't know why. Maybe it's because Anna Kendrick talking that happened recently that I'm bringing all this up. Brad, we were talking about movies. Yes. Or starting to talk about movies. Yes. Alex, you dodged the question earlier. Um, what have you been watching? Two I'm a, movies. I'm a, I'm, I'm, listen, I'm a serious journalist, and uh, you're not going to be able to squirm out of a question like that. Uh, like, oh, let's talk about Quibi instead. No, friend. I don't think so. Let's talk about Universal. Ah, no. Answer my question. Um... I want to make sure I get the title right. Oh, hmm, hmm. I'll wait. Because I'm not letting you get out of this question. You can fucking try, but it's not going to happen. Because when I ask a question, I dig deep for the answers. So, Emily and I were trying to find something to watch. And randomly, I think it was Netflix. A lot lot of qualifiers already. I'm very, okay, all right, all right, all right. Well, we were digging for something to watch. And then randomly happenstance. It was in the first row of suggestions from Netflix, so I guess it just started streaming on there again. I don't know if it streamed before, but the movie For Love or Money from 1993, uh, yeah, Michael J. Fox vehicle was there, and we were like, well, this is weird. I don't remember this movie ever in 93, and I was alive then, not looking at movies with uh, Michael J. Fox, but I thought, okay, Michael J. Fox is here. What is this about? Um... It was a. I would say it was. A, it was. It was a fun ride. Es- essentially, this guy who works at a hotel, who's a concierge, has big dreams of becoming a hotel owner himself. This guy has saved up in '93, by the way, forty thousand dollars to basically Phew. buy 
he put for his life savings down a couple of months ago to secure this property in New York City across from the actual Manhattan. I don't know exactly. They say the location, but it, it has a beautiful view of the city. It's an old kind of manor house that's been that just needs to be leveled and rebuilt. And he has big dreams to open a hotel here, but he doesn't have any capital. But he has like a business plan. He has like a vision. And he goes, he has like a little uh, paper model he's made of this place that he has around ready for presentations. He has a place on the property where you can stand and there's like an easel and he pops in a glass window where he has painted over the glass window like an overlay of what you're looking at on the old building. So like, hey, this is what I'm going to change it into. Stand here at a very specific angel and I'll sit down. Now let me put the glass panel in and this is the hotel when you stand here in the future. You're going to give me money? Are you going to fund this? Because I guess that was a dream people had in 93. Like that's how it worked. Anyway, he's been looking for months because it's coming to an end. Like I guess his rights on this land. And one of his friends hooks him up with this billionaire um, who works in all kinds of things, including like fashion shows but also does real estate. He's a billionaire, Brad, in 93. And uh, yeah, this guy's like, let me look at your paperwork. Let me see what's going on. And um, twist part, this guy is having an affair with a woman that Michael J. Fox, who is this concierge, has been try- has been hitting on for like weeks or months, who works at a perfume counter. It was also like a struggling singer. And... Uh, uh, because Michael J. Fox knows her, and this billionaire is basically cheating on his wife with this girl, um, Michael J. Fox has to, like, I guess be her handler at certain points. It gets weird. Uh, he does this so that the billionaire will give him the money to open this hotel, which is his dream, Brad. Um, and ultimately, it comes down, is Michael J. Fox in this for love, or is he in it for money? Is he going to help the billionaire cheat on his wife with this uh, woman that he's getting feelings for and the more time they spend together because he has to babysit her while he's being a billionaire the more they're kind of falling in love brad and it is interesting i interesting but not in the re- my official ramjack rating is fun time because it it is a movie it's of a, it's not one of the options but okay i thought it was a fun ride fun ride yes. fun time yes sorry fun ride um it is so 1993 that it's a little strange. Um, Michael J. Fox is the... For most of the movie, I was okay with him. He's a little creepy. Like, the way he hits on this jo- uh, this uh, perfume counter girl who's a struggling singer is a little weird. Like, he visits her for a perfume counter. He's like, hey, you know, let me take you on a date. She's like, I've told you, like, multiple times over the last month I've got a boyfriend. No. Come on. Like, he's a little creepy in that respect. But in 93, I guess that was okay. It was never okay. But I guess it's a little strange. At one point, he kind of, like, invites himself up to her apartment, even though she makes it clear she doesn't want him in her apartment. But he, like, it's a weird thing, and he ends up getting up there. It's strange. Again, it seems like something that could be considered, like, adorably Rapscallion in 93, but does not play at all now, and never should have played. But the thing that really drove me nuts, Brad, where I almost turned the TV off and said, fuck you, movie, was when Michael J. Fox orders takeout, he gets it delivered, he's watching an episode of The Munsters, Brad. You remember The Munsters, right? He's watching a rerun of the Munsters, and the takeout guy's like, hey, man, here's your order. And he's like, hey, 
thanks for coming in. And he's like, hey, are you watching the Munsters? And they have a moment where Michael J. Fox says, yeah, this is the episode where, like, Grandpa turns someone into a fly and uh, Herman th- gets in trouble because his wife thinks he's cheating on her when he's not. And the takeout guy says, wow, dude, that's awesome. I remember that episode. And Michael J. Fox says, well, man, come on in. I got some beer and just ordered takeout. Let's sit down and watch the Munsters together. And the takeout guy says, nah, you know, my girl's in the car and I got to make some more deliveries. And Michael J. Fox says, yeah, dude, I get it. I get it. That's cool. Maybe next time. That whole exchange is weird because why would you invite your takeout guy who's got other takeout and his girlfriend in the car, by the way, he has a stranger, job. Don't invite strangers to watch the monsters. No, that, not a, That's the saddest thing I've ever heard. Well, that's the thing. It's supposed to establish that he doesn't have any friends. He has his dream, and that's it. And the hotel, and everyone who works at a hotel, which to him is family. Um, no, how it ends is telegraphed a mile away. But that sets up the scene, and we find out that he orders takeout all the time. We see, like, piles of soy sauce and, like, fortune cookies or whatever. So he goes back and watches the monsters. But the thing that bothered me most, Brad was when he sits down, watches the Munsters. And this is the Munsters, by the way. The Munsters. Have we ever watched that for a Ramjack? I don't remember. I don't no. think so. Yeah. And I don't think we would necessarily, but it's what it is. Rule it out. He hears some... He sits He sits down, looks at the television. There's a joke that plays that he only hears a second of, and he loses it. He starts laughing hysterically and just starts clapping really loud at the TV and oh. himself. And it lingers for a second. And that's when I, like stopped the TV and said, no. And Emily said, what the fuck's going, what do you mean? And it's like, no, that is not cool. We're what we got to stop this movie. She's like, we're already halfway through. It is weird, but let's go ahead with it. And I'm like, I'm not cool with this. I want that for the record. Yeah. And that almost ruined the movie for me. Yeah. Cause that's, yeah. <laughs> and it was so weird. Cause his character up to this point didn't give that vibe. Like, from a script standpoint, it's fascinating because you could tell there's a lot of cooks in the kitchen, but you can also tell that someone had a clear voice in certain things. It's just odd, like uncharacteristic moments of characters, but it's fascinating from that perspective. If you want to see a movie so rooted in 93 and all the things Oof. that that means, watch For Love or Money, and I'd recommend it. The ending is surreal and bizarre because nothing in the movie was surreal up to that point, but fair enough. Um, I w- Does it I- break the fourth wall? Uh, I don't think so. I don't remember I'm, I'm if it did. I'm almost positive it doesn't. I'm, I would I would lay even money that it does not. It doesn't break the fourth wall. No, I don't think it does. I'm positive it doesn't. I haven't seen it. Positive it does not. Um, but it's. I I would say it's fun. I I would I would I would I would recommend it. But then again, I guess something else that's really weird is I've gotten like a a strange like I guess feeling of nostalgia for the early 90s recently and I don't know what exactly prompted that or what evoked it so to me this movie even though we've been watching uh, Nancy Drew Mysteries for the last month and that's in the 70s -hmm. 93 was still like we were alive but there's this whole we're like 10 yeah yeah but how the adult world worked when we were 10 didn't necessarily know all this stuff. I would never have watched this movie back then. And I've never revisited the early 90s for, like, movies that I would watch as an adult. So it's like a new window has opened as a time period for me. Because the 80s, of course. I'm an adult now. I had a fascination with the 80s as a kid. Cool. I can see all these movies now. But I never visited that time period of, like, 90 to, we'll say, 95, maybe 96. 
Yeah, that's an interesting. It's a weird period, and it is a weird period because Hollywood had a different trend going on there. Like, it, there's some interesting. I, well, I see like, interesting I, the fact that it yeah. is, but weird. I feel, we'll say movies. Yeah, I feel like like yeah, that period of ninety till yeah nine ninety to ninety five. It's like this weird transition from like the eighties. Like it's still like it's still eighties, but it's we're it's turning into something else. And yeah, I loved. Yeah. Mid to late '90s, I think, is the I, it may be the absolute worst movies ever. <laughs> like, fuck that time period, and most of the early 2000s as well. But like, man, like '95 to 2000, fuck that period of time. There was something that, as a kid, I found like almost magical about the time between like '88 and I guess '93. And I guess it was just because I was a kid and I knew that there was stuff going on, but I didn't understand it because I was still learning about the world. But, like, TV shows about college back then, what was it, like A Perfect World or something, where college just seemed a different world. It just seemed like a, wow, what is that? And other things in that ilk, because I know there were movies that were set in back time. Or All that to say, you could do a lot worse than <laughs> for love or money. And I think we're going to watch more movies in around that time period just to see what's up um on the subject of movies and uh you could do a lot worse um let's talk about one of the worst things um alex over the weekend i watched the 1980 well the i the film that was finished in 1981 um roar what is roar oh are you unaware of roar never heard of roar oh well um Roar took about five years to film. Um, hmm. you know, featured, I mean, directed uh, directed by Noel Marshall. Um, um, and actually, it stars him and his family, his wife, uh, Tip- Tippi Hedren at the time, and then, like, his two sons from a uh, previous marriage, and uh, Melanie Griffith, uh, Tippi Hedren's daughter. It's a movie about people living with lions and tigers and panthers because they oh. did that. They did that. This fucking movie, um, it was finally like widely released like in 2015, because <laughs> like they just wouldn't release it here. Um, I think like seven, there were like 70 injuries to cast and crew. Like, wow. Like Melly Griffith had to like have like like crazy plastic surgery, like to have like like to have repairs from like when a fucking lion like ripped off part of her scalp, like. Yikes. It's movie... Uh, this fucking movie. It is, like, I'm glad we all watched it um, on a house party as a group. Because uh, it is... It is something. It is something. Because it's just a fucking lunatic who decides to live with a bunch of lions and tigers and panthers. And uh, he's just doing it. He's just doing it. And then you just see everything. Uh, you just see that happening. And, like, they're going bonkers. And, like, yeah. This... Yeah. Yeah. It's... It's insane. It's absolutely insane. It's genuinely terrifying. And I don't know what the fuck they thought they were doing. I'm confused by the premise. (laughs) Great question. (laughs) So, on IMDb, the Mm -hmm. premise says... please tell me what it says. So, this is what you you supposedly watched. Mm -hmm. You tell me how close this is. Sure. Uh... Let's see. A naturalist living with big cats in East Africa 
expects a visit by his family of four from Chicago. But a mix-up leaves him searching for his family who have been left in the clutches of wild lions. Yeah, yeah. So... What's his, the mix-up? So, well, here's the mix-up. See, he leaves his family to go, yeah, live in this house full of uh, of cats in Africa. Because, um, cool, cool. But, like, uh, because he's doing a documentary or he, like, yeah, studies lions? Not, you know, because, like, uh, yeah, because he studies them. He's raising them. He's, that's what he, wants to, he wants to be with them in their natural habitat, which this is not natural, by This is not natural. Just a bunch of random-ass um, cats, like, living in a house. Not natural. Um, no, they just would have. So it's, uh, it's a human mansion, and these lions live there. Yeah, God, they got a yeah. pool. They got bedrooms. Well, well, they. I mean, they have free reign pretty much because you can't stop them. Um, In Africa, you cannot stop a lion. You, I, and there, I mean, it's not a few. It's not like three lions. It's like a pride of lions yeah. and a bunch of tigers and some panthers, jaguars, cheetahs. All Wait. just living together. Oh, there's like some elephants nearby. Um, what? <laughs> One, I don't think tigers and lions can, can I mean, and all the other large cats are going to be okay with that. Yeah, no, they're and not. And why are the elephants? Are the elephants just curious as to what's going on? Because elephants think the are el- smart I think animals. The elephants just happen to be around the neighborhood wild um but yeah so he's he's there and then like his family's gonna come for a couple of weeks uh because he hasn't seen them because cool parents um great dad great dad best dad um and so he's like it's again you this took five years to film and i think it's mostly because they just had to keep reshooting things after terrible injuries happened um like you just you, you see a couple of times like oh that's definitely a real injury yeah that's that's definitely yep he definitely they got it. It got him. Yep. Uh, that's real blood. Definitely real blood. Um, wow. So, yeah, he uh, he's taking a boat. He's going to go meet them at the airport. But what he doesn't realize is they've already come from the airport and they, they took uh, uh, like a, a bus over and they've got they found his place. And so they go in there looking for him, not knowing, apparently not <gasps> knowing that he's like living with all of the cats in the world. And so that happens. Um, so then they're hiding, running from the lions, and what you should never do is run. Um, so then uh, everything goes bonkers, um, and they're, yeah, they're being, like, hunted by lions and tigers and panthers and everything else for, like, and this, and so he goes off to find them, and then, like, the tigers are with him, he's got two tigers with him because they followed him, um, and they hop on his boat and end up capsizing the boat. So then they have to, so then they lose the boat. So then it's like, oh, well, we'll borrow a bicycle for some people. So they borrow a bicycle. And then, like, the one guy has to stay with the tigers because the tigers can go to the airport, obviously. Um, and that's going to take, like, all night. So they get to the airport. It's like, oh, no, your, your wife and family, they were they were here at, like, at 10 a.m. Yeah, it's, like, nighttime now. Um, they probably Wait a went minute. on to your place, huh? Let's stop for just a second. Yeah. So he, there were just two tigers that were like, oh, you're going to the airport? Let's tag along. Yeah. We're your best tiger buds. Yeah. I guess we can all fit in this boat. Oh, no. Sorry. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do you think the tigers planned it with the other cats that they knew the family was coming and they wanted to get revenge on this guy and just murder his family? I mean, they certainly tried. Um, so, yeah. So, that's nighttime now. So, he's, uh, hey, buddy, can I borrow your car? Uh, my family's at my house with a billion lions and tigers and panthers and cheetahs. <laughs> uh, the entire population of lions on Africa. 
Yeah, they're like they're all there. Plan. Like my yeah. family, all I got I got to get over there real fast. Like, all right, fine, you can borrow the car. And of course, um, of course, he borrows the car, picks up his friend. The tiger's getting the car. Um, as I don't you understand do. this. These two tigers that are yeah, his the tigers best buds. The, um, the tigers. Well, they're what? They're not gonna not get in the car. You can It's not. Here's the problem, Alex. Here's the problem. You can't tell tigers no, because they can eat you. So you're pretty much stuck. If a tiger wants to go with you, tiger's going with you. So don't he doesn't really have an option. Yeah, the tigers are getting in the car. So the tigers get in the car, but unfortunately they blow a tire. Oh no! Oh no! That does not surprise me. So it's like two days or something before he gets back to the house. Meanwhile, his family are like they've been like being menaced by wildcats forever. Um, it's shocking that they are not all dead. Though, again, in real life, Melanie Griffith did have a terrible injury. So, and it's in the film. So, cool, 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 cool. Did anybody die? Did any of his friends, Seemingly, his family see, die? Oh, no! in the movie, no one died. In, in the end, it has a happy ending. Um, in the end, they finally, yeah, by the end of the, by the end of the movie, they realize, oh, wow, this is actually great. Huh? We actually love the animals. Well, because this is real life. Because the thing you've got to keep in mind is this is real life. The director is the lead guy. It is him. This is them. They they made this movie because they had like five lions in real life. This is real. Huh. This is real. This movie is not so much a movie, but you see all the terror of this. But in the end, they they have a happy. It has a happy Hollywood ending where they're like, "Oh no, actually, we love all the lions and tigers. This isn't scary at all." But we all know reality. This is terrifying. There were like seventy injuries. This is fucked up. This is Damn. terrifying. This is like this is no 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 no. Wow. Yeah. No. This is it is something to see, preferably with a group. Um. Uh, but yeah, what, everyone, uh, should, everyone should see Roar, 1981, finally, finally uh, released widely in the U.S. in 2015. Did you stream it, or did you guys have to rent it? Um, we, I, I don't. Dan found it somewhere, so okay. we, we saw it. We saw it. Just curious, because I, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm interested to watch at least some of this. If it was on Netflix, I or... think Draft House released it. Um, okay. Do you actually see the injuries on film? You think that would be you illegal in some respect? I, I saw I'm some of those. I'm like, yep, that's definitely real. That's yep, 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 yep. yep. <sighs> How's it feel to be on the other side of the Tiger King and then see something like this? That's that's the thing. That's why I think that's why, that's why we decided to watch this because it's like, oh, well, we all seen Tiger King now, so let's uh, let's see some other fools. Like, it's just it is wild and terrifying because you just I, no going in like you know that. There were like a ton of people that got injured on this. Wow. Cast and crew. And it's like terrifying because it's just, it's just wild cats like in a house. Like, is there, um, oh, is the trailer on IMDb? Yeah, it is. You can't have large cats. I have tiny cats and we have panther times in the background every once in a while. Not a good idea to keep large animals. No. Friend, uh, if you're on IMDb, pull up this, pull up this trailer. The most dangerous movie ever made. Yeah. Wow. 150 wild animals. Oh, the little ones are cute. Are they? Wow. These lions own this house. And this one on the right, when they're on the staircase, looks mad as hell. Yeah. Oh, every one of these people getting attacked got killed. <laughs> I mean, severely hurt. Uh, I mean, yeah. I love the kid climbing the ladder. There's just a tiger at the top. Like, hey! Yeah. I mean... This is pretty awesome. It's... it's... 
just terrifying. Roar. Oh, that one of them has a skateboard. Yep, there's two tigers oh, with yeah. him in a jeep. Yeah. Do the tigers ever fight the lions to protect the, the family? Uh, no, they mostly just attack the family. And, like, it's crazy because they act like... Oh, God. I love that they're telling you what happened yeah. to them. One guy completely unharmed. Oh, those are the lions that were completely unharmed, not the humans. Right after that, a Tiger King thing comes up for Netflix. Oh, yeah. They know their audience. Yeah, I. Though no is... one is, is has not heard about Tiger King. Who's looking this movie? Yet. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. I'm I'm sure it's got a ton of a ton of showing after from Tiger King. But like, it is just genuinely upsetting because like you just know that, and they're trying to make this like it's like it's oh no, we just need to we need to live in peace with the animals. But like, it's just like no. Absolutely not. Stay away from... This tells me, stay away from animals. They're terrifying. Just terrifying. And they can kill you without even thinking about it on accident. I mean... I don't know why people want to do this. No. Like, everybody just leave animals alone. Just just stay away. We got... We, we Listen, we got dogs. That's all we need. That's, that's the only animal you need to have a contact with. Yeah. We have dogs. If you're a cat person, we have cats. But tiny cats... Are like the domesticated version of much larger predatory cats, so maybe just be K with them. Yeah, maybe maybe just maybe just stick with dogs. Maybe just stick with dogs. Like don't even don't even like don't even get into that cat territory. Vera's uh, really advocating for us getting a dog. Uh, as she should. As she should. This is the time. This She's is soliciting the time. she is now soliciting everyone that we see with a dog on the street if we can buy their dog on the spot. No price I, is too high for her. I, yeah. Sky's the limit. She's like, Dad, get the checkbook out. What's it going to take? What's it going to take for your beagle? It's weird. <sighs> She's cut through it. We've been telling her no, and just like everyone's like thinks it's cute for now. But when she gets older, Brad, we could have a dog snatcher on our hands. Well, I support this, and I condone it. And I, I, I listen, if she needs any dog snatch training, um, let me know. We, we did go walking at a, uh, a park recently, and keeping social distancing in mind someone passed us with an adorable little puppy i can't remember the mixture it was a chihuahua and something else but it was like a little puff ball it was adorable nice vera offered her money on the spot the woman would not she declined it was it was it was the first one where i was like all right well maybe we could buy this dog <laughs> nice. maybe we'll buy it. maybe this one's one we'll buy it looks it looks cute it's definitely very friendly and yet obedient mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, what's, what's, what's it going to take? Yeah. It's going to take. Uh, All right. I mean, hey, cool. Listen, listen. I'm telling you. There's just so much work in a dog, man. I can't. It's not so much work in a dog. Well, it's, it's so a lot of work. It's, well, a lot it's of not work. work with a cat. A dog, not, not so much work. I have watched dog. We've talked about this before. I've watched dogs and cats, and cats are disturbingly easier than dogs. Cats do not need your attention the way a dog needs your attention. And I... If I'm going to get a dog, I want to be able to give it its fair deal. Like, I want to be able to treat it with what it needs. Like, if it needs a walk at four in the morning, sure, we'll go for a walk. We'll train you not to have walks during that time, but if you yeah, need yeah, it, let's go for it. Yeah, walk at four in the morning, that's insane. I did have to take a dog for a walk at five o'clock in the morning, and it was crazy. Yeesh. And that may yeah, have been so the, the main thing of three days of having to take a dog routinely. Well, yeah. Well, and the owner's like, oh, I take it for a five o'clock walk all the time. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Well, you didn't tell me that before we disagreed yeah, with dogs. See, that, that's the thing. That's the thing. You you borrowed you borrowed a dog from somebody that has an awful schedule. We'll think about it. We're thinking about it. But we're, ma- we're making offers, but not serious offers yet. 
sense. Just put a little dog door. Let the dog, let the dog go outside. Let it run around on, on its own well. We don't have we, a fence, so we can't do that. I need to get a fence. And I, I don't think... Fence. Well, I guess we could get a fence. Get a I fence. don't know. It wouldn't mess with our yard. Our yard is not a fence yard. Time to buy a new house. <laughs> if we got a big dog, we'd have to get a big... We'd have to buy a new house. Don't get a big dog. No, you obviously we can get dog. a small one. Yeah. A tiny one. Get like a golden retriever. Get a beagle. It's been cute. A cute little pal. Well, think about it. What else is going on, friend? What else have you have you watched? What else have you seen in the larger world? Um, what else have I watched? I don't know if I've watched any. Oh, I, I did. I finally finished uh, the season of Nancy Drew. Um, the uh, the cool. the new version. Real wild, real wild show. Alex, you know when we watched that one episode and we were like, I can't tell how old anybody's supposed to be. Oh yeah. Trust that mystery gets a lot weirder. The fact that everyone looks the same age gets a lot weirder. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Wait, no spoilers I... on that. No spoilers on that. The only thing also, I there's ask... like five. There's like five more different ghost mysteries going on, by the way, by the end of the season. So, <laughs> I'm glad that it's brought you joy that you've been enjoying oh, it's, it. To the light. It's so it's such a weird show. There's so many ghosts. So many different ghost mysteries. Are you still up on the CW superhero shows? Oh, yeah. I heard... Wh- what are your thoughts on them? They're delightful. Obviously, they're a good time. Good times, good times. What do you think of the Batgirl show? Uh, Batwoman. Or Batwoman. Um, excuse me. Um, listen, it's okay, except one fucking thing. Rachel she laughs out loud and claps her hands. fucking Maddow. Oh, Rachel Maddow was on there? Rachel Maddow is like, uh, does voiceovers as like the news radio person. And it's always Aww. this snarky, oh, well, I guess Batwoman couldn't solve this, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, fuck you, Rachel Maddow. Fuck you, you Russia- Russiagate conspiracy bullshit monger. Fuck you to hell. Get off this fucking TV show. Fuck you, Rachel Maddow. Leave Batwoman alone. Like, get out. Go I back. Just, you have a show. I don't, I don't need to hear your smarmy bullshit like, because I'm always just, because anytime I hear Rachel Maddow talk now, I'm just expecting she's about to follow it up with uh, something about uh, Russia or like, or like some of the most like stupidest, like liberal claptrap bullshit, like cringy Trump nonsense. It was <sighs> so hard during, I guess, the start of our quarantine isolation here in Ohio. Emily started watching MSNBC, which I guess we have a oh. channel on our TV that can do that. And it was tough. Like, Dude. there was one show, I don't know the guy's name, the guy before Rachel Maddow. I, is it, uh... <sighs> it was a whiplash. I was just like, what the fuck is this is guy Lawrence saying? Is O'Donnell or, uh, um... Dude, uh, I don't know. Or, uh, what's, uh, uh, what's the little guy's name? Little nerdy guy with the glasses. It's it's a nerdy guy with glasses, so I'm assuming it's yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Just the way that he would ask questions and, like, lead... Like, he was leading questions in a way that was gross. It's like, dude, you don't... Don't ask questions like this. And this is this he's is one political of the spin, he's one of the and better, that's bullshit. I mean, other than yeah. he's, he's one of the better ones, but and you're still like, absolutely unbearable. Like, and ugh. then I was I witnessed the transition between his show and Rachel's. In like four minutes into her show, I'm thinking we can't watch. I, I actually told Emily, okay, when I said no, and Michael J. Fox had to go, and we just paused it for a minute. That was one thing, but I am putting my oh. foot down. We are not watching this. I'm sorry, can't. I can't. You can it's, watch it. I'll go to another room if you really want to watch it because I know. I know you're looking at COVID nineteen stuff right now, and it's a sensitive time. But I cannot long, long no longer watch this. Yeah, ah, it was just it was just slimy. Rachel Maddow. Like slimy. Rachel Maddow is like she is so like it is awful because I loved Rachel Maddow way back in the day, like when she was on like Air America and stuff. Like I enjoyed Rachel Maddow, but like 
Like, fucking MSNBC is such a goddamn, like, ugh. Fuck that channel. Fuck everyone involved with that shit. It feels like it is definitely a channel call. When you go from one show to another and it has a similar kind of feel to it that's a yeah. little too... I don't know. It yeah, felt no, like I was watching like a liberal version of Fox News. And I was like, this is not cool. It absolutely is. And possibly worse. Like, uh, yeah. It's garbage. Absolute garbage. We haven't watched a lot of it since. Yeah. The thing that's really fucking stupid about MSNBC, I mean, there's so many things, but like, it's like they have their, their three shows that are like the, I'm not, I'm not even going to say liberal, but like, like real liberal, like as in like the thing that sucks, uh, liberal, uh, like they're Democrat shows, but then like most of their shows are still like, like Republicans, like, so I don't know why they try to pretend that like, oh yeah, we're the, we're the left version of Fox News. Cause you still have like fucking Joe Scarborough and shit in the morning. Like it's, you're, you're still mostly Republicans, except at the night, in night for some reason for like three hours, you put on like the most unbearable, like, um, Democratic Party cheerleaders and like act like it's somehow equal when in fact it's all fucking trash. Yeah. <laughs> God, I hate them. I, I mean, hate I don't watch it. it, it there's reasons. It's just like, Ugh. no, sorry guys, yeah, this no, is not. This it's is not what bad. I'm into. So bad. I can't believe she's on Batwoman. Yeah, no. So that's those are my thoughts on Batwoman. Every time uh, uh, Rachel Maddow like pops in, like I want to throw a brick through the television. But other than that, it's okay. Is it all an act? Like, is the Russiagate stuff just the stuff that MSNBC is telling her to do? Because like you said, on Air America, she's seemed different. Well, <laughs> maybe. I, I mean, I, I don't know if it's an act so much as, but like, they'd certainly have a thing they want to do. And they also like, they're just a mouthpiece for the Democratic Party. Like, like, True. and there's nothing more loathsome and awful than the Democratic Party. So, I mean, it's going to be loathsome and awful because if you're, if you're a fucking TV show that pretends Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer are good and Joe Biden isn't a rapist... Uh, fuck you. Like, you're trash. There's no way you're not going to be trash, so... So, I... Again, we're recording this in May. Well, we're recording this in April. It'll be out in May. I still don't know where Joe Biden is. Oh, he's 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 in deep hiding right now. He's in deep uh, because, hiding. Because um, there's been some more uh, some more stuff came out that he possibly raped some more people in the 70s. Um, and now that video is surfaced of Tara Reid's mother calling into Larry King's show in the 90s. Oh, God. Yeah, that is... Like, um, so it's like, oh yeah, if any, if any dumbass fucking liberal moron thought that there was a chance that Joe Biden somehow wasn't a rapist, um, nope, definitely a rapist. That's so even um, more gross. I take it back. Joe Biden has surfaced because he did, he did a, a video with Hillary Clinton where she endorsed him today. They, there was like, it was like a, it was, what was it? It was like. Um, a, a a forum for women's issues with Joe Biden and Hillary Clinton. I mean, uh, cool, 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 cool. Definitely the two people I want involved on that one. Cool, 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 cool. Fuck the Democratic Party. I can't wait for them to lose. It is gonna. I'm gonna have quite a celebration when Joe Biden loses, assuming he ends up being the nominee when it's all said and done. I will gladly celebrate his loss. I really hope we replace him. And by that, I'm not going to say we, because, I mean, technically on paper, I'm a registered Democrat, but I'm not sure how long, longer that's going to be. Yeah. Um, what? Oh, what the, What happened? Uh, your elections were today, weren't they? 
Oh, everything has been moved to absentee stuff as far as like you can mail everything in by a certain deadline. And I don't think the deadline's now. Uh, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure we got two letters about it because Emily got one and I got one. It's Dave. But they took Biden. They took uh, Bernie off of the New York one, right? Yeah, which is and then they just decided insane. not to have it. I don't. I don't. I'm not fully caught up on what that it's, is. Yeah, no, it's fucking insane. Like you can't do that. That's wildly illegal. Also, like why? What? Like, and the thing is that nobody seems to be talking about is the fact that it's not like there were. It's. I mean, obviously, you can't cancel the fucking primaries. It's like they they took him off the ballot. There's still a primary. Like, they just took his name off of it. It's not like there's not a primary, because you can't not have the election. Like, it's not, because again, I I don't know, I feel like it's like people don't understand how voting works, despite the fact that seemingly everybody votes. Like, you notice how you, know, you get a ballot and there's like more than one thing that is being run? Like, there's more than one election happening at a time? You can't just, it's not just like, oh, well, uh, Bernie's not running anymore, so let's skip the election. There's, uh, what about all those other seats? No, you're still having the election. You just randomly took his name off for some reason. And we know for why. To fuck... Uh, to f- I, fuck him. Fuck the Democratic Party. I hope they go down in flames. Four more years of Trump. Let's go. I I don't know the rules around how parties run their primaries as far as, like... Crookedly. Do crookedly they... I mean, answer. they model the whole concept of let's all vote for the candidate we want together. But do they have to do that? Wait, what? So, whether you're any version of whatever party you have, who's going to be the front runner? Who are, you, who are you going to then lift up and nominate? Okay, this person is someone we want for president. Because anyone can run for president. You don't have to be elected by the Democratic Party to be your front runner. Right. Um, so, I guess my question there is, on the primary stuff, is the DNC running all of that? I'm assuming they are. And if so, I guess they can call whatever shots they want as much well, as we may disagree is, with it. No, the thing is they make the rules in advance. And that's how that's how elections are fair and is we, because you make the rules in advance, which is why there was like a committee. But the fact that they're they're there holding a, an election is something the Democratic Party is choosing to do to be like this is the person we want to run. The mm-hmm. DNC doesn't have to follow the same Democrat. They don't have to be Democratic about it. Not that, not to say I wouldn't. I mean, that's the way I want it to work because I think that's the only thing you can do in a larger democracy. But if your party only wanted to put one person on there, it's stupid for you to. I mean, if the, to yeah, if they if they voted, decided but. if they decided right now, it's like, hey, uh, okay, we're the okay, we're getting ready. This is the committee. Um, we're setting the rules for the next election. Um, next election, we're not going to have an election. We're just going to pick the person out of a hat. They could make yeah. those rules. Yeah. And then they go on. This is the person the Democratic Party is going to start running as yeah. the, their president. It's uh, yeah, it's, it's yeah. Um, Which, all right. So uh, yep, in 2024, uh, we sorry we will not be having an election. We'll just be pulling a name out of a hat, and that's what we're going to do. Well, I, it yeah, sounds like I they were we like, hey, guess what? We had a, we had rules for the election in New York, but actually now we've changed our minds, mm-hmm. and we're not going to have Bernie on there. Yeah, that's Could exactly they, what they did. I mean. Could this lay the groundwork for, you know, Joe Biden? That was great and all, but we obviously cannot let this man run. We got to get someone else. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, I, because and he's now not that Hillary f- Clinton has endorsed him, maybe this is maybe that'll be the waking call. Like, Ugh, I mean, yeah, I, there's a very strong possibility that they, yeah, they replace him at the convention because uh, he may not have like enough votes, and it may, and it's going to be wildly contested. It's the primary is insanely fucked up. There's a thousand ways around it at this point. Like, and yeah, I very likely, I, I think it's completely in play that they replace him at the convention through a million different ways. 
it's possible. Like, like legal according to the law, the rules that they set up and not. Um, yeah, they could definitely replace him. Or just force him, I mean, or more likely, force him out. Of hiding? Or of the election? Both. I'm still not convinced. I have not seen this Hillary Clinton thing. It could all be a deep fake. Yeah, I, my... I, I can't watch it because I will lose my goddamn mind. I mean, I yeah, to watch, friend, you I should not watch, watch it. I have to watch Joe, um, famed rapist Joe Biden, um, like, stumble through a conversation with Hillary goddamn fucking Clinton. Like, I can, like two people that I would love to just bash their skulls in with a lead pipe. Like, no thank you. Cannot watch. Yeah, I mean, for the sake of your sanity. Yeah, you can't no, watch that. Definitely not. Knowing about, just talking about it right now almost sends you over the edge as far as like. Gross. So gross. Gross. It's a, it's a, listen, it's a forum for women's issues. <laughs> cool. Are we yeah. going to talk about all those rapes? We're going to talk about those rapes? Everyone is in shadows. No, no, Hillary, not not your husband. Not your husband. Also a rapist. Uh, uh, (laughs) Not not about your close close personal friend Harvey Weinstein. No. No. Not not about Donald Trump, the the guy that your husband talked into running for president because he thought it would make it easier for you to win. No, no, no. We're talking about Joe Biden's rapes. Those rapes. We're not going to question those? All right, cool. Huh. That's a weird. That's a, a weird. Ra- a lot of rapes in this room. We could we could be talking about, but we're just not gonna. We're just gonna skip all those. Cool, cool. Um, Alex, I was at I was at Target over the weekend. Uh, you know, just just doing doing some doing some regular shopping. Yeah, grabbing some grabbing some items. Uh, you know, just the regular things. And I found a book, uh, a new book that I have not seen before. This is three thousand pick one questions. Pick this Ooh. or that. Alex, uh, this is just a, this is a lot of, uh, you get two options, and uh, it's a pick this or that, and why. So, uh, Alex, I'm just going to jump in here uh, randomly. <clears throat> teriyaki or tempura, and why? Hmm. Teriyaki. Mm. Um... I don't really eat either of those in a regular enough cadence to really remember the difference between the two. And teriyaki has a better name. So, I'm going to eat it. Okay, well, that's that. All right. What's yeah. your What's your choice? Um, I... I well, I feel of, of Asian uh, uh, cuisine flavors. Um, I'm okay with teriyaki, but it's not... It's, like, I feel like of, of all of our of our uh, Asian flavorings, I'm not... It's not the highest on my list, so I would go for a tempura... Uh, cause I don't know, I like a, I like a little, I like a little fried treat on occasion. So why not? Yeah, uh, T-bone or filet mignon? What food questions right now? Yeah, I was gonna say what's oh, up with all oh, these food I see questions the next one already? Oh, sorry, uh, but T-bone or filet mignon, Alex? Uh, filet mignon. I've never been a fan of T-bones. Really? Personally, I'm not a huge like meat eater as far as like large swaths of meat mm-hmm. i've come to appreciate steak more since i've been married because emily likes steak and i can actually cook really good steak if i have the time to like slowly cook it um because that's how i like my meat but i don't like just i'm not a huge wait, fan wait, wait. of just i i wait, tell, tell me about your slow cooking a steak process when i say slow slower than 
I would say some people like. So I like my meat to be like pretty much cooked. Like I, I can do medium, but I like my steaks to be a little bit more than medium. I'm just that kind of guy. I don't all like right, the right, texture right, of right. raw or this meat. Pod- this podcast is canceled. Okay. All right. All right. President Trump. Uh, uh, so when continue. I cook it on when I cook it on the grill, I take it away from like the center heat where it's fire, so it will not burn on the outside while it can cook longer. That's all it means. It doesn't actually cook that much longer. It's just that it doesn't char the outside for it to get to the level of cook. Thoroughness, cookness that I want. Um, where Emily's fine having, she wants hers to be that. So hers goes in the middle, mine goes on the outside, and then mine cooks for a little bit longer than hers, but not by much. All right, all right. That's just me. I and again, not a huge. I prefer that. Which one would you prefer, um, filet mignon or the T-bone? I, I'm torn. Um, I'm not huge on filet mignon actually. Um, but I'm not huge on T-bone either. Um, but I think I'd go T-bone. But I. I I don't know. Meat is all a texture thing for me. Like, that's one of the reasons I could never really get into that kind. Like, I don't know. It's just something about it. Mm-hmm. It's it's gotten worse as I've gotten older, which is kind of strange, but I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. Um, Alex, I gotta ask the very next one, because it's, it's a layup. Uh, cinnamon or nutmeg? Oh, cinnamon. I come on. Though I do appreciate nutmeg. Nutmeg oh. has a really nice smell to it. And it's mm-hmm. so unique. And if you're making pancakes, you put a little bit of cinnamon in there for fun. You put a little bit of nutmeg in there for just like, ooh, I'm feeling dangerous today. Let me put in nutmeg too. Um, but you can't put a lot of nutmeg in. I, it's true. So that's uh, obviously cinnamon. Cinnamon! Of course, of course, of course. Um, oh, an- another another great one, Alex. Uh, another food one. Count Chocula. Our booberry, our Frankenberry. Ooh. If I had to go right now, I would go Count Chocula. I just love the chocolate cereal taste. Mm-hmm. It's classic. Plus, the kids would both eat it. Uh, they humor the Frankenberry and the booberry, but they're more chocolate-flavored cereal people, and that's fine. Yeah, I I mean, as much as I, as much as I want for booberry to be my favorite... I feel like yeah, both Frankenberry and Booberry, their flavors aren't as strong as, as Count Chocula, and that's. And if I'm gonna be eating a weird novelty cereal, I mean, I would prefer it be you know of, of strong. Unless the question is which is is your, f- it did say cereal, right? Not yeah, favorite character, because yeah. if it's character, of course it's Booberry. Right. Yeah. Like I love Count Chocula and Frankenberry, but Booberry would be the guy. Yeah. Obviously. Obviously. I mean, very particularly your version of Booberry. But yes. yes. I mean the booberry. How many questions are there? There's Thousands. Three thousand. I some of them. I, well, some of them. I, I could. Just, s- I don't really understand myself. Um, uh, electric chair or lethal injection? Whoa. For myself, neither. I don't want to die that way. So I, that's not too bad. Uh, you got to pick one, Alex. Lethal injection because the electric chair is cruel. I mean, they're both cruel, but electric chair, you would die. Like you could die horrifically in an electric chair if it's done incorrectly. You could catch on fire. Like, yeah. lethal injection, you just go to sleep, which sucks, well, but you just kind of... I don't know, but there's all that talk that, like, maybe the lethal injection actually doesn't work incorrectly, and that you're just not able to respond, and... Because people have said, like, it feels like there's fire in your veins uh, when that goes through, and, like, sometimes... It may be the case that people are experiencing it, but they're not... Because of the first drug that goes into the system, uh, you're not able to express the fact that it's... That, so I, I don't know. I feel like maybe electric chair. Hmm. 
Also, I feel like that is a brutal thing to have to witness, and I think if I'm gonna be killed by the state, I think pe I think it should be as brutal as possible to look at uh, for everyone that has to be involved in doing it. So hopefully it gives them like PTSD or something. Hmm. Whereas like lethal injection, you can pretend that you're doing something that's not as painful, but it's, I, I don't know, there's a lot of talk that it may be possibly even the most cruel. Interesting. It just looks, I would it doesn't look as bad. I would still have to go lethal injection for right now because both of them would be horrifically painful then, I guess. But actually, for the opposite reasons you wanted, I, it's cool for you. But again, I have kids. I can't have that as something they could see because it might scar them for life. Yeah, 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 your kids definitely should not. Your kids should not be at your execution, regardless. Like, that's, that's true. But if it, what if it's recorded? There's cameras everywhere. What if the I don't well, know something could happen? I, I would never want them to see that. So if it's well, just yeah. me on the table, like passing a well lightly, they could be like, okay, yeah, that sucked. But if it's me, like jumping in an electric chair, no one's gonna. That's not cool. Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, no, I want. I, but I do I'll respect and understand your choice, friend. I want to go out. I want to go out in a blaze of glory, literally. Um. Oh, easy one. Uh, Bert and Ernie are Beavis and Butthead. Oh, Bert and Ernie, fuck Beavis yeah, and Butthead. Like, I don't even know why that was a thing. Like, no idea. I like. I, I know that like people our age were. It was, it was like all up in the group of people that watched that at the time and like i never got it i never understood what was supposed to be funny about it ever like i, I don't i can't work it out to this day i guess every generation has had their subversive kind of like defining characters that everyone else is just kind of what the hell is this and beavis butthead is definitely one of those for me i mean it, it, I, I know that the character daria went on to have her tv show on mtv and she was like a character that was on beavis and butthead and that is a really? much better show and character um, really Daria's awesome. Much. I know. I didn't realize it until much later either. But Beavis Butthead, fuck that. That's just stupid. Yeah, no, it's trash. Trash. Um, Bert and Ernie's classic. No. They're still together, by the way. Still doing it. Living life as they yeah. should on a yeah. Sesame Street. Um, Chronicles of Narnia are Spiderwick Chronicles. Spiderwick Chronicles by default because there's no Chronicles of Narnia religious bullshit involved. Oh, that's the one that's all Jizo-y. I'm not. I am not familiar with either one for any of any depth. Spiderwick Chronicles has like a weird like fairies live in the world or like there's like an invisible realm and there's like goblins. There's goblins. <laughs> mm-hmm. Where Narnia is just bullshit. It's just dumb. And Jizo, so fuck that. Um, daily or weekly? Weekly, daily sounds scary. If I don't know what it is, if it's just a mystery, it's like give me it once, once a week. I'm cool. Yeah, I, I yeah, once a week. I think it's it's some variety. If you do something daily, then that's a chore. That's like, uh, do you have to do I have to do anything daily? Is it? It's a real. It's a lot. It's a lot. I don't like it. I don't like it. Um, food truck or ice cream truck? Huh? Ice cream truck. Oh. A food truck could be anything. Like it could be a taco truck or a uh, another taco truck. I'm not sure. A pizza truck. It could be a lot of different trucks. Uh, I <laughs> a say teriyaki food, truck. I say food truck because I don't trust an ice cream truck for a couple of reasons. One. Okay. Um. A. I've never actually gotten ice cream from an ice cream truck. Um. But like, huh. it's all like bullshit ice cream. Uh. Like from 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 what I've seen, it, it all looks to be like a bunch of prepackaged bullshit. Um, though I did another movie I did watch over this last week was uh, uh, the Clint Howard horror film uh, Ice Cream Man. Oh, um, that's 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 tainted your opinions. Here, I, it I is not. It is not because I think we can all agree that Ice Cream Truck Ice Cream is bullshit ice cream. Whereas Food Truck Food well, 
man, there's some great food trucks out there. See, it depends because you're talking about the old timey ice cream uh, truck that would go around with a like do 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 to lure yeah. the kids out to the street. And yeah, I still appreciate the variety and I guess the nostalgia of that. But if you're gonna go with the modern food truck, then the modern ice cream truck is not that. The modern ice cream truck in the same level would be like the bougie ice cream you would get on the truck that's like I've uh, this is our spin like a, on it oh i've never seen like a good ice cream truck like a new i've seen a few and i've had ice cream from them and they are awesome really? but i still like the i still like the old timey ice cream truck because even though you're right it is bullshit and a lot of the thing is just weirdly prepackaged to me there's fun it's fun to get a pink panther uh pop that's a lot smaller than they used to be and the gumball eyes are off center and it's weird hmm. Like I like that kind of weirdness, and it's it's okay. I can. I'm also a guy who likes peeps, so it's not too bad. I I understand, but like man, we got if some, it's we, bougie we got some... ice cream, it's a little different. If it's the bougie ice cream, that wins hands down. Because I don't so, know what the fuck the food is. It could where, be anything. Where the hell is a, like a fancy ice cream truck running? Um, they have them in Cincinnati. And they're really? not like it's not like the ice cream truck of yesteryear. It's like when we have a a food gathering where food trucks will be. The ice cream truck will There's be there ice as cream well. Food truck, huh? Yeah, and those are nothing to fuck around. They're good. I mean, we got a lot. We got a lot of food trucks, but I've never seen one that was ice cream specific. And what's weird about that is that you're in Florida, a place that could use an yeah. ice cream specific truck. When I've they there's events in Cincinnati. There's a huge one that happens in Blue Ash. I've seen two or three there, which is where I've gotten them at first. Like we've had there was we've one had like, recently around here where I live. Like. I we've guess got, they're just making their rounds. I mean, we've got like, um, like fancy like Italian ice and fancy ice cream places that have they'll do like catering, but they don't have like it's not like a food truck situation. Like, my f- friend, there was a truck that looked like it had a giant ice cream cone on the back of it. it almost looked like a parade float. Wow! At one of the recent festivals I went to. Well, that sounds nice. Um, uh, well then I would be more supportive of that, but still, food truck just for variety. Um, and the fact that we've got. We got this one. We got this one food truck that um, now they're on Uber Eats, and I've strongly been considering uh, hitting it up. Uh, it's called nice. uh, Hot Asian Buns, um, and cool. they do um, they do these uh, kimchi fries that are amazing. Oh, nice! And I uh, yeah, really want to hit up those kimchi fries again. Go for it. Why not? It's quarantine times, man. Get Very it good. delivered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. On the subject of food, that reminds me, Alex, I knew there was something else I had to bring to the table. Gotta get to this, because I have, I keep forgetting to mention my fucking psychic Chinese restaurant. Oh. What do you mean? What is a psychic Chinese restaurant? Alex, listen, there's, there's two nearby Chinese restaurants um, near mm-hmm. my apartment, and one of them, uh, the one that I go to most often, um, um, like it's pretty much been closed down since quarantine times, which is very sad. Mm. Um, I thought they'd reopened because their website, um, before it was having a thing, it was like, we're not taking online orders now. And then they started taking online orders again. And last week, actually, I was like, well, fuck it. They're back in business. I'm going to put in an Ooh. order. Uh, and I put an order around five o'clock and around seven o'clock. I was like, I don't think they're really open. Uh, cause, uh, <laughs> it's seven o'clock and I haven't even gotten a call. And I, can't seem to get through the phone line they never charged me so i mean like fine nice. but i it was very very sad but the next day i was like well fuck it. i definitely want chinese food um and the other chinese place is taking orders now and they have a limited menu so i know it's for reals and i again i prefer the other place but this place is good as well and i 
I stopped going for a while because they weren't doing online orders for like a year. Like, I think it was like in January when they finally got a system back online to do online orders. Hmm. So I, I had not been in like a year. And I've probably been, I think, well, I guess, well, it's only April. So I guess I may, I may have been four or five times this calendar year, like once a month. Dude, every time I go in there, like I put in an online order and I go in and usually like it's, it does pretty well. So there's usually there's somebody else in line, you know, picking something up or waiting on something. Uh, I get to the window they say my name and hand my order to me. Like, I don't, I, before I can even say my name and like, okay, you'd be like, all right, well, maybe, maybe I'm the only dude. No, no. Hmm. So, and I've noticed this, I noticed this last time and it weirded me out. Cause they, again, there was another, like another random white dude in front of me, but they, they knew, they knew my order. And there was somebody else that was waiting too. Uh, so three white dudes, they, and there was a guy behind me as well. And they, they, Picked me out of a lineup. How they know it's me, I have no idea. That was before. Is it always a different cashier? Um, I think it's mainly the same person, but it's a real small place, so. Because I mean, some people are just really good at faces, but still, it would be very impressive for them to do that over time. That would be. And now here's the kicker. So last Uh-oh. week, last week when I, uh, you know, I, I go in and I pick up my order. Uh, again, haven't probably haven't probably got anything there from like, well, I guess a month and a half, two months maybe. Um, cause again, usually go to the other place. So I go in and because we're doing quarantine times, they've, uh, basically the, their whole window, they've put like a uh, plastic sheeting, like covering it up. Um, so there's only like a, they've only got like a little hole cut out to like pass the food out to you and like take your credit card. There's a, there's a dude in front of me. There's a dude behind me. I go up. She says my name, hands me my order. I'm like, how is this happening? Is it like a recognized like Brad, or not even question? It's like no. Brad. Like, yeah, yeah, Brad. Like, yeah, there you are, like, Brad. Brad, like, like, right there. What kind, of, what kind of GPS do you like have on me? Like, how are you? How are you doing this? Like, I'm gonna sit. They could up. see your profile through the uh, the obstructed paper because you do have a very unique nose. You have a very unique. I mean, everyone has a unique head. I, I could pick you out of a lineup from profile alone. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, but like. But I'm also someone who notices facial features because I'm an artist who likes to, to draw people. They have to recognize me. I just, I just texted you a photo because I, I went back to my car and I was like, "That's so weird. I gotta take a photo just to explain like the whole plastic sheeting situation and like how are you even like telling who's who coming through here?" Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I'm still game that they're psychic. I like. I. It's that's the explanation I have. But the. The main thing for me is that they say your name, Brad. Yeah. Here's your food. Yeah, exactly. And they just know. And they know. And it's, it's too weird. Again, if I was the only person there, I'd be like, oh, okay, well, I'm the only person that had an online order. No, there's other people. Like, what's going That's on? A weird thing. Like, I don't look at Joey and say Joey and hand him food. Like, I don't. I don't know the familiarity of a restaurant that would do that. Like, Starbucks coffee for Brad or. Brad, like you say, it is a question because you're saying, "Hey, Brad, if you're here, get it." Because I don't, I don't know you, but they know you, Brad, because they've seen inside of you. But they're handing me like, "Oh, and that's yeah, your yeah, mind." Yeah, I mean, here, this is yours. I was like, "How do you know that's mine? Brad. How do you know it's me? How do you know?" It's crazy. It's wild. I can't, can't work it out. Don't know how they do it. I want to see you try to trip it. I want to see it fail. And see I'm gonna put happens. on a fake mustache I, next time. See what happens. You should put on a hat and my bandana, and I'll put a fake mustache over the bandana. 
If they get you with a fake mustache, bandana, and hat, and they're just like, Brad, and like, you're not even surprised, just Brad, that's, that's worth investigating. Wow. I think you, uh, uh, <laughs> a trust fund kid who just dabbles in the paranormal, and maybe some other people should mm-hmm. go down and see what's going on at this place. Definitely. I mean... Yeah, but then like, but what if it turns out there's something evil and like going on with black magics? You better. I hope you go into the library. Where am I going to get going to the abandoned Alex? (laughs) Where am I going to church? Listen, maybe it's better that I don't know because where am I? Where am I going to get shrimp lo mein in these quarantine times if it's not from this place? I mean, yeah. Why question a good thing? Racism has taken out a lot of our Chinese restaurants right now. We got to support the ones we have and not question their black magics. Yeah. I mean, I'm cool with it as long as you get me food, right? You're not hurting anybody. It's your black magic. Yeah. Is Cthulhu black magic? Cthulhu, but um, I think it's well. His 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 lesser known cousin Cthulhu. He's on Mars, not Earth. Cthulhu Cthulhu is definitely black magic. (laughs) But Cthulhu is uh, is black magic even a thing in a world like that? Because he's not he's an alien. He's He's not really. he's, He's he's an elder god. So no. He's a god. Yeah. It's different. Yeah. Okay, just making sure. I don't know anything about it. Fascinating. It's it's wild. I don't think I've ever had anyone do that, Alex, and then just hand me my food, knowing it's it, me. It's only this place, and like it's happened like three times, and now through plastic sheeting. It's a mystery. Alex, um, as always, I think it's I think it's really important that we help people, and especially those people on the talkparanormalforum.com. Nice. Hi, hi guys. They need help. Hi guys, I'm a Taoist. Why did Atlantis develop mummification? <clears throat> hello, and hello has, has an apostrophe after it. Hello, hello to all a, capital A L L colon. Hello to all. That's how I read it. Many individuals through the years have inquired about this issue of mummification and true purpose. Why do you feel or believe? Is the cause behind this? Is that it? Yeah, that's it. the 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 subject is why did Atlantis develop mummification? <laughs> Hello to all. Many individuals through the years have inquired about this issue of mummification and the true purpose. What do you feel or believe is the cause behind this? <laughs> These are some of my favorite paranormal questions because one, it presupposes oh, Atlantis is real, mm-hmm. and we all know that they did mummification. Mm-hmm. But why? <laughs> uh, what's up with mummification? I mean, I know the Egyptians did it too. Did they get it from Atlantis? Why did they do mummification? Like we know why they tell us in their yeah. uh, their records why they did it. They of believed, uh, yeah, it's how their afterlife worked. It's how people transitioned. You didn't need the organs anymore. You had to separate them into things. It got weird, but it was all like just religious bullshit. I'm assuming if the Atlanteans did it, it was also religious bullshit. I, 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 again, I, I like to usually delve into these a little bit before, before I read something that somebody else wrote, but, uh, <clears throat> Silent Truths wrote, seeing as we have no evidence for Atlantis' existence, why do you think they perform mummifications? And that's, that's the only response to this whole thing. <laughs> and please tell me that Silent Truths, uh, like, avatar image is a, uh, a Bigfoot and the silent truth is him, like, <laughs> using his psychic powers to, to whoa, 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 his, his answers I mean, to you. His, his, his silent truth. His image it does look kind of like a wah, 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 but it's, it's more of, like, a concentric circles with, like, little planets in them. If you, if you cross your eye, those planets are Bigfoot. 
Probably a Bigfoot. Squint. Probably a Bigfoot. It's a Bigfoot. It's a psychic Bigfoot. Because we all know they're they're real and psychic. Yeah. Duh. I mean, it, it is like I mean, Silent Truth really did not get out of the park on that one. Really, uh, that is great. Because like it is like yeah yeah. Just why do you think Atlantis did mummification? Excuse me. Let's 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 roll. Let's roll it back. 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 First of all, Atlantis question mark. Second of all, mummifications question mark. Uh, third, they perform. Why do you think they perform mummifications? Well, that that documentary they had on the Sci-Fi sh- uh, Channel not too long ago, I believe they called it what it was it that um, Quantum Gates or something with like uh, what was that something about like uh, Sun Gates, Stargate, Stargate. You know the Atlantis, the, oh. the Atlantean Chronicles. That oh, yeah. wasn't a documentary. Oh, boy. That wasn't a that wasn't real. Oh, boy. Fuck. I the whole like, worldview is shattered. I mean, obviously, grow up and shut up. Uh, oh well, yeah. But like, yeah, first and foremost, grow up and shut up. Second of all, like, you gotta, you gotta you, listen. Uh, here's some advice. You gotta start at the very beginning. You gotta. You, you can't just, like, throw out, like, why did the Atlantans do mummification? You need to, like, hey, Atlantis, th- I think this because. Also, I've, because of this, this. So, therefore, why do you think, like, you can't just be like, hey, hello, ex, hello, to all. Many individuals through the years have inquired about the... Many individuals through the years, who are these individuals, have inquired uh, about this issue. Have they? Who are they? This issue of mummification and the true purpose. This issue of mummification and the true pur- Like, the true purpose of mummification? What do you feel? I mean, what do you feel? First, the, the order here. What do you feel or believe is the cause behind <laughs> this? Either one. That's but, also kind of showing your hand a little too much, paranormal person. What yeah. do you feel or believe? How about, what do you, what, what do you, what do you feel you, or believe? What, how about what do you think or know? How about what do you think or know instead of feel or believe? I mean, are we just really splitting hairs with think and know and feel and believe? I don't think so. I think those words have very specific meanings and intentions when you use them. And you're feeling what you... You're feeling why the Atlanteans may have done mummification. Not the Egyptians and Atlanteans weren't the only ones who've done mummification, but definitely the most popular. Yeah. Well, at least in noid circles. Is that I kind of want these to take a different turn. Like, hey guys, on the last post I talked about the Atlanteans, I got a little bit of flack uh-huh. uh, from silence from a silent truth. So, I'm going to preface this new question with this. Um, experts and those knowledgeable on Atlanteans need only respond. <laughs> what is a little anno- Hello. <laughs> What's a little annoying about the top paranormal forum is like on like at least on the Mormon forum you can like click on somebody's username and see all of their posts. But to oh, do, you that, can't do that to do that on top paranormal forum you have to create an account first. Oh, come on, like- guys. How am I supposed to help these people if I don't know their history? Yeah, I know. I'm like, I don't want to make an account just to see their kooky talk. I maybe someday. Maybe we'll come back. Maybe next week we'll come back. Um, Alex, I'm just an angel, Laura. Okay, all one angel word, Laura. All on all, all one word, angel, Laura. <clears throat> Birdmen. <laughs> huh. Okay. I'm watching Ancient Aliens. <laughs> and they're talking about these birdmen creatures that are depicted in hieroglyphics and stone carvings all over the world. Bolivia, space comma, Easter Island, 
Birdman cult, comma, Japan, <laughs> Tengu, comma, Incas, uh, Berichau, and Ver- Veracochu. Cool. Spelling may be off, so I'm typing the names as how they are pronounced. Oh, thanks a lot. I didn't even have a chance. Uh, these depictions look like a man with large, feathery wings <laughs> and space, comma, and to me, comma, they resemble angels, comma, which makes me ponder whether the idea of angels came from the sightings of a birdman, comma, or if the birdman, our men, are really angels. Of course, there's always the possibility that, comma, just like how we have fictional stories, comma, the ancients <laughs> made up their own imaginative tales in stone. If you're going to watch the whole what? episode, here's the link. If you just want to see what I'm talking about, skip to 12 minutes. They are theorizing about how and why hidden pyramids around the world were built. And there's a link. So, Alex, what do you think about these bird men? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they forgot a, uh, they forgot some more recent bird men. Big bird. <laughs> um, I would say the Skeksis are a bird, a lo- um, enough bird-like. There you go. Uh, D from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> Yeah, um, <laughs> there's a lot of bird-like uh, creatures and bird people. Hawkman mm-hmm. in uh, the DC universe. Definitely. Uh, Howard the Duck. Yeah. Birdman-ish. And those are mo- more modern concepts of the Birdman. Yeah, definitely. Um, also, uh, uh, Michael Keaton, Birdman. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so many Birdmen throughout history, yeah. Yeah. throughout civilization and cultures, definitely. spanning thousands of years. <gasps> I mean, they resemble angels, which makes me ponder whether the idea of angels came from the sightings of a birdman, or if the birdman, our men, are really angels. Like, I love the jump to sightings. Because just because these people have mythological stories about, I mean, because technically, in a lot of the mythological stories of said birdman, they are the equivalent, I guess, of angels or some sort of deity, so... I don't remember the name. Is it, It's not Osiris, but I can't remember the name of the, the falcon god creature um, in, I would say, Egyptian mythology. Yeah. But yeah, those exist throughout a whole bunch of cultures. And yeah, they're some sort of god or demigod. So yeah, I guess they're kind of angels. I mean, angels aren't real gods. Would that make, would they, would that make Christianity more interesting if every mention of angels was just a birdman? <laughs> if we just repl- If we went through the Bible and just, you know... Just did a, a find and replace. Uh, take out Angel and replace it with Birdman. Much weirder story in Sodom and Gomorrah, where there is that city, and it was so sinful that God was going to destroy it, but he went to go... The one guy there is like, look, I'm going to go save this one dude. Maybe he can convince me not to destroy it. I'm going to send my two Birdmen down there. <gasps> and we all know that the whole city was so infatuated by these Birdmen that they wanted to fuck them. So, so they came to his house and said, hey, we want to fuck those Birdmen. <laughs> Wild, yeah. Like the, that's, so there real, these, that's there in were, the Bible. That's in the Bible. There was these three uh, wise men in the desert, and a bird man came to them <laughs> and said, "The Lord has Holy been born." Now I am it's a bird man. Now I am imagining Hawkman. <laughs> Hawkman comes down with his mace. <laughs> hey, a child has been born in Bethlehem. Whoa. I mean, damn, wild. The angel of death. Depicted as kind of like a smoky thing in the Moses movie. I, that motherfucker was a bird man. The bird he was, man of he death? was regulating shit in Egypt. 
Oh. Where's your firstborn, Squawk? <laughs> Angels are bad asses, Birdman. Yeah. Holy shit. Wild. The answer's yes. The answer's yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it it's the Blaze responds. No, I think they were Birdmen. Just as Marco Polo came across an island <laughs> inhabited by cannibal dog-headed people. Duh. Uh, you're like, ta-da. Like, you're just arms out like, yeah. Is so on uh, character for this Thank individual. You. Thank you. Classically trained. Thank you. No, Marco I think they Polo. were birdmen. Just as Marco Polo came across an island inhabited by cannibal dog-headed people. Dummy. The Bible doesn't mention dog-headed people. They mention angels. Yeah, because slash of Marco Polo. Birdman. Marco Polo was after the Bible. <laughs> well, where did the dog-headed people come from? They're, they're an island. An island inhabited by cannibal dog-headed people. What? What? Are these moblins? That's what moblins were in Zelda, right? Just dog people. Oh, yeah. Definitely. definitely but then there's the a history of dog people. There's the, there's the dog person in Egyptian mythology. There's these dog people on Marco Polo's island. There's the dog people in Hyrule. <laughs> AKA Moblins. Do you think that the do you think that the Moblins were inspired by the dog headed people? <laughs> or are all the dog headed people just Moblins? <laughs> I don't know. I don't after I this know. after this Birdman Angel revelation, anything is possible. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. I think Christianity genuinely just got so much more interesting with a Birdman. Oh yeah. Like that is canon going forward. We need a Vatican III to set that straight. Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> Alex, I want one last one. One last All right, one. Bring it. I hope this is just as, like, uh, like eye-opening. Just as much impactful as the last. Hi, guys. I'm Samsoul97. <clears throat> oh. Lust slash sexual energy issues need help badly. Lost? Lust. Oh, I think you said Lost in Sexual no. Frustrating Issues. Like they were watching the television no. show Lost, which I think would come up on a paranormal forum. Mm, like Evangeline Lilly. Mm. Uh, got so much sexual energy. Uh, I thought they were talking about Sawyer, to be honest. I mean, oh, it could be any of them. A lot of those people were hot. Um, <laughs> lust slash sexual energy issues, comma, need help badly. <clears throat> I'm having a very bad, comma, very strange problem that I need help with. I need for someone to tell me why and how I can sense strong sexual energy. Huh. I, I understand this is a very touchy subject, so I will refrain from spilling too many details. Please give us those details. I mean, I need all the details Trust to properly oh, diagnose there's, what's there's, going there's on There's here. plenty here. There's plenty here, but um, <laughs> let's get some of these deets. Get some of this juicy G. Um, I will, however, say that this is something strange, comma, and I don't understand why or how this is happening to me, but I feel and know when someone is feeling lustful, to say the least. <laughs> my body heats up, my heart races, and it feels like my anhata, or heart chakra, is on fire. I start oh, feeling an chakras going on. Yeah, I start feeling an overwhelming pulsating sensation in my chest and in both my wrists. It radiates more as my heart beats harder and faster, and I just know that it's this sexual feeling because this surge 
takes over a friend of mine will ask if I want to hang out. <laughs> I'm a relatively uh. normal guy who strongly believes in romance and all that great stuff. This is like an 11 year old, right? This is like an 11 year old dude that like doesn't know what having a boner is. Isn't it true? <laughs> uh, this, this, this went from being, I don't know how that happens to someone in 2020, but this guy doesn't know what this, a boner is. This is like this is like this is like an 11 year old kid that's got that's for some reason really into stupid new age shit, um, but doesn't really know. Uh, well, this is this has gone from being really creepy to possibly being aw shucks. Um, I'm a relatively normal guy who strongly believes in romance and all that great stuff. I'm a hopeless romantic, basically. And I consider myself a good person. I've looked into any psychological reasoning to this. I've studied and brushed up on what I could possibly be feeling. I mean, I never even knew about crystals and energy stuff. Or about the Mm. heart chakras, or any chakras for that matter, until this thing started happening. (laughs) But I do have a knack for sensing people's emotions. I'm aware when someone's intentions are bad. (laughs) Or when someone is lying or being genuinely kind. I'm non-judgmental, open-minded, and observant. And I remember reading somewhere that those are the traits of a psychic empath, which I will be okay with and fully accept at the moment I understand why sensing sexual or lustful emotions is so easy, is so east for me. It's abnormal that it would be, and that's why I need help. I can easily separate my own sexual feelings from someone else's because when I feel something, it's normal and natural. Plus, I just know. But if it's someone else's, it's way too strong and I end up feeling disgusted. But when I feel someone's sexual feelings that directly involve me, I feel it badly. And it's like I'm trapped inside that person's mind because I shamefully give in. Only I feel the shameful part when the things are over and the feeling fades. What? (laughs) I imagine this being a great thing had it been with someone I truly love and care about, but it isn't, and I feel like I can easily be anyone's victim if they desired me. I need help. Explanations. (laughs) Methods to control it. Something. Please answer if you know anything about my situation. I've never even... I've never given in to considering the idea of some kind of demonic possession. I've even given into the considering the idea of some kind of demonic possession. Your help will be greatly appreciated, I promise. Hmm. So East. So East. So East. Classic East here. So like I So I this I I need I, I need I need to believe that this is a kid. Because yeah. otherwise this is terrifying. Um definitely. A kid, very though. true. This is a kid that does not not just yeah just uncomfortable just uncomfortable because you're a kid and you don't know what you're doing and yeah the part about like because I wasn't hundred percent sure obviously I thought oh this kid doesn't know what a boner is up until the point where they started talking a little bit more about what they why they're on the paranormal forum where if it's their own sexual desires they understand it can dif- like they can distinguish that from picking up other people's like projected right. energy like taking that into their heart chakra and that's different but if they lust after them then i guess the wires get crossed and then they become um wrapped up in that kind of 
lustful energy, which which again could just be boner. Could just be like, yeah, hey, I think I got it's a like, I, I think it's like sexual attraction in general. Yeah, like, oh, this person's really into me, and like I'm a teenager, so like. I'm going with it, even though maybe I'm not that much into this person. But I'm, yeah. oh no, I'm being oppressed by their by their demonic sexual energy. Oh no, I'm being trapped by it. Oh no, now I'm having sex with somebody. Oh no, oh no. Well, I feel a little bad about it now. Must be my chakras. Must be my chakras. Well, the thing Enjoy that Enjoy it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Okay, if that's what's going on, which is hopefully what's going on clearly what's going on then yeah kid yeah you got some growing up to do it's cool just you're fine there's first off there's no chakras there's no picking up on lustful energy that's in your chakras there were never chakras there <laughs> bigfoot was never there to be psychic birdmen were angels that's a fact mm-hmm. but um yeah the, the atlanteans did not exist to also have uh it wasn't a cremation what was it I even forgot what they did. Wait, what? Mummification. Oh, yeah, mummification. Brad even was like, Atlanteans? What the fuck are you talking about, Alex? I thought we were talking about these these kids. <laughs> this kid who needs help. Uh, um, what I imagine is this kid was like, wow, like I'm this, all these feelings that are a little weird. I have nowhere else to turn to, to. Let me go to the bookstore. Hey, bookkeep or like bookshop person, can you point me to the direction about like lustful energy? cool let me take you to the new age section kid and that's where this kid just loaded up on stuff to research just skipped the normal research methods because they're a kid they don't know just point me towards something i didn't know crystals were a thing like this whole book is a revelation of a worldview for them it's like fuck crystals exist energies exist they don't could have easily been avoided if they would just pushed them over toward a different section of the bookstore yeah um um, it's the blaze uh, writes back again I'm not Ooh. talking about cannibal dog people this time um, not yet <clears throat> might as well be though <laughs> might as well be uh, a demon slash <laughs> spirit of lust could have latched onto you because this just isn't normal something slash someone is causing this if it is a demon slash evil spirit then you go by their religion or what you, you are what you have faith in to expel it this isn't normal. It's not normal to have boners. Look, boners are not normal or natural. You have a religion. It's not cool. normal for people that to, one wanna, to banish it's not, it. It's not normal for people to want to have sex with you. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Oh. Okay. Okay. It's the blaze. <laughs> I think. I think this is a blaze. Little, take a knee. We need to talk. Oh yeah, it's just a little too much. Oh. You revealed a little too much about yourself oh, no. on an open public forum. Well, oh, it's the blaze. I. Sorry. This is the first time I've heard of, like, any belief system being able to expel some sort of evil. What? Look, whatever you believe in, this could be this could be a dark part of whatever you believe in. And whatever you believe in is cool. Just use whatever you believe in to get rid of whatever it is. Because it's surely matching whatever religion you tend to just latch on to. All Hi. evil and good kind of does that. It's fine. It's amorphous. It just kind of takes the form of whatever it needs to for you. Gugh. Hey, link about the links to the dog people stuff in my bio, by the way. Yeah. If you're interested. Marco Polo, a regular uh, Scully and Mulder, if you will, of the time. Oof. Um, Sam- if my, I, that, that's a show I want to see. 
X-Files, the beginning, Marco Polo, just on a ship going from island to um, island, seeing some paranormal shit. I will say, um, one of the few X-Files episodes that I do do remember having strong feelings of enjoyment of was the one about Marco Polo. No way. Yeah, it's the You're one... joking with me. No, it's the one where, um, sc- mul- um Scully and Mulder uh, come across the Conquistador tree people. Oh, because uh, Marco Polo found the uh, fountain of uh, fountain of youth, but it turns you into a tree person. Oh, okay, that actually makes sense. It was you know, real dumb. Trees live a lot longer than dumb. people. Oh, it was dumb. Okay, yeah. well, then it's Anth- stupid. Anthony Rapp uh, gets turned into a conquistador tree person. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Is it like the Middle Earth ints that they can walk around, or is it just like, hey, I'm just um, now a tree rooted? More like more like swamp thingy. Oh, you get turned into a swamp thing. Yeah. But they, they didn't well, have the budget so to make a swamp thing, so you don't really you don't really see it very much. It's just kind of it's kind of dark and shady, and you kind of see it. Uh, but uh, yeah, you're pretty much Brad, a swamp thing. Which one do you choose? Immortality as a swamp person, or not immortality? Not immortality. I don't want to be a swamp person. Interesting. I don't like the I outdoors. Don't, don't like the outdoors. Well, you would be- you would become the outdoors. Yeah. You would then be the thing you hate most just to live forever. Yeah. No, no thank I, you. That sounds terrible. No. I want to. I want to be inside in the air conditioning, with the internet. But I don't think swamp people are using the internet. I don't think they might be. Definitely not. Definitely not. But uh, yeah, uh, grow up, grow up, and uh, just uh, enjoy yourself. That's what I say to Sam Soul ninety seven. Just go yeah. with the flow. Relax. Yeah, it's cool. There's no energy or anything weird happening. This is just natural stuff happening to you, dog. Yeah. Relax. 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 I mean, be safe about it, but relax. Have a couple of drinks. I don't know how old you are, but nah, have a couple of drinks. Relax. A couple of drinks. Get consent. Be yourself. Don't do anything that you're not cool with, and, you know, don't force anything on other people. And, you know, be safe. Yeah. You're fine. Yeah, you're good. You're good. It's certainly not a demon slash spirit of lust. Don't worry about that. That's not a thing. Not a thing at all. Also not a moblin. Not a moblin. If we get... When the funds come through, the billions that were promised to us, and guys, mm-hmm. we're curious when that's going to come through, too. Yep. Because um, he was definitely in that finale. Oh, absolutely. Um, we are going to... I, I will take part of whatever I... Whatever funds I'm able to, like, move around. I don't know if Brad's cool with this or not. I want to commission someone to paint all the um, Renaissance paintings that depict angels as their proper depiction of Birdman. Yes. I'm as far, I go, want to go so far as to say that we will hire someone to go into the Sistine Chapel mm-hmm. on the low mm-hmm. and then just put Hawkman not in dest- there. Put Hawkman Not destroy it, there. yeah, but just like a decal sticker, Hawkman. Yeah. Hawkman is, they're all Hawkman. Yes. All the angels are Hawkman. <laughs> yeah. Because that's, that's true. That's canon. Yeah. And we're running with this. I want to. I want to. I want to get it confused. I want to get people confused about it. I want them to start questioning. I've always said the Sistine Chapel is not nearly Thanagarian enough. No. Oh, put some Hawkman up there. Teach the teach the truth. Yeah. Angels are Hawkman. Yeah. Teach the controversy. Ugh. <laughs> 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 That was that was those, those were some good ones, yeah. friend. That was a it was it's, it's, it's nice helping these paranormal people. It was, it was. Alex, uh, one one more thing before we get to Mr. T. Um, I watched I watched some uh, local governance going on today. I watched the uh, oh wow the Orlando uh, Economic Recovery Task Force meeting. 
Uh, <sighs> so I, you know, I. <sighs> it's interesting. It's interesting. I mean, obviously, our governor is like a lunatic, uh, but he was he's off yeah. uh, he's off hanging out with Trump today. So, um, but actually, like our, our lo- like the local government, like our mayor's office, like they're much more level-headed and not insane. So uh, I just thought I thought I'd check in today, see what was going on. <sighs> wild, just wild. Um, <laughs> What's the plan? Like, what are you guys gonna do? No clue, no clue. Because uh, I uh, honestly, they're also hung up by a lot of things. Like, like the governor can like do a lot of shit and supersede things. So. It, we're not sure what he's gonna do yet. But he was hanging out with Donald Trump today, so we'll probably find out in the next, probably in the next twenty-four hours, what what the Florida plan is gonna be, which will be insane and shocking. Uh, but just for you know, local Orange County specifics, um, the meeting started off with some uh, some notes that had been sent in from the public. Oh. People, they they read into the into. Uh, into the account, uh, actual letters from the public, and oh boy, are they good. <laughs> I'm assuming they were all, please reopen the economy, correct? Well, there was a mix. There was there were some that were actually good and reasonable, like, you know, hey, like, don't rush into this, please. <laughs> please don't get us all killed. Uh, they only did, like, a, there was only a few. I think there was, like, maybe, like, five. Uh, but there, yeah, there was definitely one that was, like, this is tyranny. I, now I know how, how our forefathers that, that fought off oh, the yoke God. of England felt. I'm like, really? <laughs> really? Not even close. Not even no, close. Absolutely no idea. Also, that was largely bullshit, too. So, but, you know, whatever. Like... That was also just like a, a rich people like complaining. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, well, even if you go into the pageantry of like, well, we had to defend our rights. Give me tea or whatever. No taxation without representation. All that. Still not even no. Yeah, not, no, even, so close. not, not even. You're missing the metaphors. Yeah, it's not even I, close to the fake version of that shit that people believe yeah. in. Um, the fantasy yeah. of it all. Not even close. Like no, you yeah. Sorry, yeah, no, you can't go by a pool table right now. Sorry, sorry. Um, is that legitimately what was in that letter? No, this is tyranny. No. I can't go by my pool table. No, okay, but I because I was about to freaking. But have I'm like a I, brain explosion. The th- it because again, I I am I am I am being a good citizen. I am only going out like you know no more than absolutely necessary. Um, yeah. And so the other day I was running errands, getting my stuff done, grabbing groceries, picking up prescriptions. Um, and like I drove by McDonald's and I don't know why it didn't connect to my mind. Like just because I mean, obviously we know that like all the like we're seeing what is necessary right now. We're seeing like all these fucking fast food workers that are having to work and all these grocery store workers that are, you know, you know, in these dangerous um, positions now um, that oh, are be yeah. paying like shit. But the sign outside the McDonald's pointed out that they were still open 24-7. Jeez. I, because I just, because also we, we're, we have like a curfew, like, like specifically for our city, like that Winter Park, we are close, theoretically, like we're closed like 11 p.m. to 5 a.m. And obviously there are essential, of course, there's still essential things that are you know, going to be open, you know, there's still going to be, you can still, obviously, there's still ambulances, there's still police, of course, uh, but, like, we're under curfew, we're closed from 11 p.m. to 5 a.m., and that's been for, like, a while, and I didn't think about the fact, oh, McDonald's 
doesn't apply to that. So people are still having to work, like, third shift in McDonald's. Oh, yeah. Well, which, you have those policemen and those healthcare people who need something to so eat, they, Brad, yeah. even in the late I'm, night. I'm like, How dare you deny these heroes their f- McDonald's food? I mean, it, just the idea that, like... Because I don't, I don't know why. I mean, obviously, uh, of course, of course. I mean, it. the list of things that are deemed essential service. I mean, in Florida, wrestling is an essential service. So No way. I'm, That's not true. I'm going to pretend you didn't actually say oh, that. Oh, you did not know about this? Still, I did not. Yeah, there's still... Um, DeSantis has made uh, wrestling still an essential service. So they're doing wrestling matches. They don't have an audience, but they're still doing wrestling matches for the WWF. Well, I mean, the people need entertainment or they're going to go crazy, right? Yeah, sure. I mean, you have motherfuckers trading in their virtual NASCAR for marble racing. But, ever, but I think people, you have to wrestle. The people I've heard talk about it that actually watch wrestling, they're like, it's watching wrestling without an audience is weird and bizarre and not good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which It's like a laugh track imagine. on a TV show. Yeah, it's, it's just strange if it's there or not there. Yeah, so. But yeah, no, no. That's, that's a thing that Florida does. Uh, but yeah, so... I, I don't know. It just struck me as crazy. Like, of all, like McDonald's <laughs> is still open. Like, th- I can imagine wrestling taking a whole like dark, yeah, like a dark turn or feeling because it's just two guys intently staring at each other with just malice in their hearts, ready to just beat up the other one. I mean, just like alone. When they, the, the part where they go alone. I, just, I mean, I don't want to watch wrestling, but I do kind of just want to see the part where they come out and they're like, "Yeah, it's me." Yeah, and there's no one else. There. It's like. Me, I'm this guy. I'm the I'm the bad guy. Grr. And there's no just no one responding, just trying to like hype up no one. The only person you have to get off is your guy and the re- the person you're gonna fight yeah, against. So it's, it's just you two. It's so you're just like, yeah, I'm here and I'm gonna kick your ass. Yeah. It's, I mean, and then he's just like, no. And then you fight, it's and then it's, the it's brutal. Never want to like, watch it. It's weird. But I am I'm sure it is the weirdest, as I've been told. Um, but so, uh, but back to some of these letters that are being sent in. Yeah, there's a guy talking about tyranny, but then there's this one person. Well, uh, there's two I want to talk about. Um, obviously, there's tyranny guy. Whatever. Of course, there's those guys. But then there's another person that was like, um, here's the thing, like. Uh, it's been like five weeks that we've we've been on lockdown right now, um, and you gotta realize uh, we know that the the virus has an incubation period of about two weeks. So already this is overkill. Oh wow! <laughs> um, a straight up scientist, a medical <laughs> we, professional. We got a man of science working out the numbers. Um, guys, if it's if it's two weeks, if it takes the vi- it takes two weeks for the virus, we've been under quarantine for. Uh, five weeks? That's three too many. So we, so already, ta-da, we've done it. Case closed. <laughs> Open it up. Open them up. Play the band. I'm going on Disney. I'll be the first one on that ride. Wild. Imagine being that, that dumb. I mean, yeah. I'm reminded of when my grandfather picked up a hitchhiker a long time ago. And this was in Bemis, so obviously I guess it was just like the town crazy. I don't know. became your grandmother. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, it was a guy, and they were talking about the moon landing. Maybe it was just in our hometown. Maybe not Bemis, but the guy was like, that moon landing's fake. My grandfather's like, what do you mean? He's like, I read my farmer's almanac. The moon isn't even coming out until like two weeks from now. Amazing awkward and silence when he realizes this motherfucker is for real okay cool you're right 
<laughs> there's not enough. There's not enough strip of them to land on. It's just a little waxen moon. Wow. Like I, I just want to know what that person thinks the moon is. <laughs> I'm like to just just to be like so unaware of like that is wild. But yeah, so that was. God, if your worldview is the moon is a crescent and then forms into a big circle and goes back away, if it's not like a celestial body, what the fuck is that? Like, what is the moon to you? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> what are other things? Uh, but yeah, so Alex, uh, the virus only lasts two weeks, so um, it's been five, so we're fine now. Obviously, case closed. C- open it up. Uh, <laughs> uh, another God. person uh, wrote in um, that. Uh, Listen, we just need to we uh, we need to we need to reopen things. Obviously, we got we got to get the economy moving, um, and we got to get these theme parks open again. Um, and listen, uh, there's some simple solutions. This person, this person has come up with solutions for Disney World, uh, which is great because I'm glad <laughs> you're reading this. I'm glad someone has figured out their sol- solutions for Disney World that I'm sure has not figured out how to deal with this situation. Um, and what they're saying is, first of all. Uh, we gotta get rid of, like, cause, like, uh, we, we gotta get rid of all the hard surfaces that people could be touching and leaning on. So we're gonna get rid of all the handrails, and we're gonna replace those with, like, ropes and things like that. Uh, cause that'll be, Wait. it'll be easier for the, the virus won't last as long as it, like, it does, like, on a metal pole. With people, like, touching metal poles and, like, leaning on them in lines, can't have that. So we gotta take all of those out, replace it with, like, ropes, um... And also, we need to, like, because uh, we know alcohol will, will kill the virus. So what they need to do is create something that will automatically spray alcohol. <gasps> oh, cool. Wait. <laughs> like an alcohol mist? Yeah, like an alcohol mister. Like on all the surfaces. Oh, okay. <laughs> all I the thought surfaces. you on the people. No, on all the surfaces. <laughs> Alex, Alex, don't be ridiculous. We got we to gotta stop the virus. We need to open up Disney World. All they need to do is remove the hard surfaces that people could touch and uh-huh. and uh, put in alcohol misters in all of Disney now, World. I know that there is science behind that there are many metals that have antimicrobial and antiviral capabilities where like just them resting on it will rip apart um, the very fabric of the protein like the very proteins itself because of the way that it interacts with the metal so i don't know if replacing them with rope is such a good idea because i don't think rope has any well, of those it's an organic well, thing all these, there's all these lines and they've got these like you know metal metal like metal like uh, uh bars and things that you could touch yeah the virus can get on there so we got to get rid of it we got to pull out all of that rid of it and then just be able to separate lines with like rope because uh, people can't like lean on rope because it, it, you're not going to do that. Also, it'll be easier to kill the virus on it. Also, we're going to install these alcohol sprayers every. Like, how long would this take? <laughs> how long would Forever. this? Forever. Like this person's like, we got to open up right now. But first, we've got to install alcohol misters and replace all metal everywhere with ropes. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> If anyone can do it, you know Disney could. The people who, like, hours after a hurricane, it's open. Welcome back. Yeah. I mean, if anyone could, Disney could. But I have no idea when that... Like, I saw one article that was suggesting that the parks may not be able to reopen until, like, January. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. Why would you not... And Disney's going to be fine. They're going to be okay. Six Flags? I don't... Is that a thing anymore? I don't know if they're going to be okay. Well, because I think, like... Even what they're kind of talking about now, and it's in no way set in stone, but, like, the, th- the timetable they're talking about is, like, for each phase of reopening, 
it would be like two weeks. Like, okay, we'll do phase one where we open so much, and then two weeks if we if we you know don't have an increase in uh, uh, um, cases, then we'll move on to the next phase, and then two more weeks if we don't have an, an uptick, then we move on to the next phase and so forth. I could be wrong on this, but there is no if we don't. We will see an uptick. Yeah, we, we definitely will. I mean, I don't understand uh, why they're humoring this or what's up. Because these are because there's fucking crazy right wing people that are just like trying to that are that are wanting to reopen May first. Because they're insane. Yeah, absolutely. And who knows what DeSantis is going to do? Because our governor is a fucking lunatic. Um, but. So this is, I think this is what they're, uh, but like in reality, like in the theme parks, obviously it would be like the last thing to open. So it would be like in an amazingly ideal, crazy scenario that will never happen. It would be like end of July before these things can open. Like best case, even then, wildly best case scenario. Yeah. So. Cause, but even then different as far as like social distancing and lines. Yeah. Like it's like crazy. Like the stuff they're, you know, they're talking about like. That you, everybody would be like, sep- they would, they would like cut off like they would only let a certain amount of people into the parks, and it would be a much like twenty five percent of what they usually have as capacity, and like yeah, there would be wow, yeah, and there would be like six foot, uh, you know, um, obviously in between lines, and there would be like every, you know, there would be like two empty seats between for rides and things, and I'm like, oh yeah, and, would, and everyone has a mask on, and everybody, everybody working there and visiting would have to wear masks. I mean, it's an insanely like I, I I don't. It's gonna be crazy. I don't. I don't I'll see be it. Honest. Happening. I kind of like that concept of Disney because if I could go into a Disney park with like twenty five, oh, just twenty five percent capacity, and not have to like be really close to any human being, mm-hmm. I think that's the best Disney experience. Yeah, but then there's also like, what does the line look like trying to get in to be in that twenty five percent? Oh, it's going to be a bloodbath. I mean, there's going to be people camping out. Yeah, there's, like, yeah it's going to be crazy line. Because there, there are crazy fucking Disney people that are going to, like, you know, try to be there. Like, I mean, before, like, early on, like, before I think we realized how insane this was going to be, I was like, well, whenever they reopen the parks, it'll be pretty rad because the parks are going to be dead for, like, a year. <laughs> because people have to plan true. trips out in there. Not, no one's planning a trip right now. And I'm, like, kind of looking forward to the s- small crowds. But, like... There's no, I like, I don't know when the hell I'm gonna be able be comfortable going back to a fucking park, like Dude, no time soon. You say no one is planning trips, but I actually think, I mean, I know there's a lot of people, mostly crazy conservatives, yeah. but a lot of people are like, the second we get out of this, like I'm planning stuff right now for August, like later, I'm going on a vacation, I'm gonna go back into the wild. I, I don't know who you are or what's up, but guys, chill. I mean. Yeah, I I mean I well I mean I think a lot of us want to get out and go somewhere and do something, but like definitely not to a fucking Disney park. Nowhere I don't want to be on an airplane, of course, and no I don't I don't want to go to somewhere like Disney. But like I'm all, no uh, yeah, but I understand the uh, wanting to get out and uh, do a vacay. Um, oh, I like so, I get so, that yeah. too. Um, but when I say planning, they yeah. are seriously thinking that this is going to happen. Yeah, it's not no, like the true. fantasy of, and even then, if you do want to go out in August to a hotel, and you can, cool, go for that. Yeah. Want to go to some place with parks, that's fine. A little different, though, than I'm going to go to Disney. You can't, yeah. I like, think. I, I think there's different levels there. Uh, yeah, I think it's it's going to be a what. I was so, I was because I'm still in all these you know horror nights Facebook groups. Um, and there's people, oh my god, I forgot horror nights is going to be affected by this. I mean, if. 
I can't, I cannot see Horror Nights happening. Like, there is just no fucking way. It's canceled. I mean... Sorry. I'm really sorry, friend, because I know that's... I mean, that's one of the highlights of the year for everyone. And, it's, and the it's, podcast. It's I mean, the, come on. It's the 30th anniversary this year, too. Um, or it would have been the 30th uh, Halloween Horror Nights. But just, hey, we'll do it next year. It's cool. It's cool. We're not... We it's can't do it this fine. year. We'll take a break. Can't do it this year. Like, and I, I, I wish they would... I wish they would just go ahead and cancel it. Uh, Because, yeah. Come on. Just cancel it. You can't. You can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. Ha- can't have it this year. Because let's say again that best case scenario, they're able to they force they force the parks to reopen end of July, so August. So that's like one month before Horror Nights would start. Like, and Horror Nights is like crazy crowds. It's night. It's dark. There's drinking. You go through those ma- like to go through a haunted one of those mazes, like with six feet apart. There's no way. Like. You can't. It just wouldn't work. I don't. I don't even know how they would try to do it. It would be weird. I mean, how would you get scared by something? Because sometimes they just jump out at you, and they're closer than six feet, right? Yeah. And that's just the the actors. Yeah. Now, granted, a lot of them would have masks or makeup. Also, so that's you're all possible. you're all walking like in a constant like line. Like you're there's you're this close to be like there's no way there's absolutely it throws off no the way. whole rhythm. You can't. They do couldn't. It. You can't. They need to cancel. It's canceled. Yeah. Sorry. It's canceled. Sad. It's sad. But it's canceled. Can't do it. It's wild, but yeah, these people like, oh yeah, we'll just we'll just uh, install these alcohol sprayers and. Uh... The what boggles my mind the most is that they thought this was what they were going to read into the public record at the beginning of this. Like, why all of this unsolicited uh, amateur level commentary on this is how it opened the parks up because it's bullshit. Yeah. like you well, should I, not. That's irresponsible to do something like that. Well, no, no one's gonna do. I think it's just they they, were, they have to read things that were submitted to them. Like it's just like a legal require. Like you know, it's just, it's government. You have to you have to listen. They they don't they never respond to any of these letters. They just read them into their record. Okay, so these. As long as that's a standard thing yeah. and there's no sort of like weird. No, it's not like oh, should... the, this is a good one right here. No, that's not the. No, it's just this is okay. This is what they've received and they're reading it into the record. Okay, what are we going to send as a podcast to be read into the record on all of these things going forward? Great question, friend. That is something that has to happen. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do that in Ohio that I'm aware of, but the fact they do it there and the fact Oof. that they read these things, you need to have a voice here, friend. Yeah, no, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna leave it be. I'm just gonna no, ask, ask the question about mummies in Atlantis. Guys, um, if it just so happens, <laughs> if it just so happens we open up the parks in the next few months, I have we considered a possible uh, uh, bubble boy scenario when everyone arrives to uh, the theme park, they are placed inside a bubble. And then they can go about uh, uh, walking around the parks and enjoying them and going on rides from inside a bubble. Um, Hmm. And if it should so happen that they are hungry and would like a snack, uh, perhaps uh, we can create some sort of a a locking chamber where uh, snacks can be passed uh, to and fro the inside of the bubble. And possibly we could do uh, uh, a touchless uh, payment via our phones to pay for our treats and have them delivered to the inside of our bubble. No mention of the technology. They made near-field communication chips or, like, Wi-Fi or, like, cell Bluetooth. Oh, friend, they already have that. That's that. They got that. Don't worry about that. They got that, yeah. But he's talking about something else. Yeah. <laughs> also, is this a hard shell bubble or a soft bubble? 
hard. If it's hard, hard. then yes, you can have the locking mechanism. Okay, because a soft bubble, you would depressurize. No, it. There's no way that's going to work. Hard bubble, friend. Hard bubble, huh? But everyone just like moser, moses around in their bubbles. <laughs> now we'll have to we'll, around we'll have to bubbles. we'll have to reconfigure many of the rides to uh, to accommodate uh, bubbles. <laughs> can you imagine being in a bubble on any of these rides and just being th- jettisoned? Uh, all right, uh, over the briar patch, you're exactly into it as you go over. Splash that. Mountain. Uh, let's, let's load this little. Uh, let's load this boat up with bubbles. What, fuck the boats! Now you're just in bubbles. That might be oh, even directly, more fun. Oh, you're just directly in the. I see. Yeah, I, in a bubble. I think it's funnier if you have to put the bubbles in the <laughs> boats. Oh, it is more. Fun. Well, it's, it's yeah. It's the funniest if they're in the boats, yeah. but still. But I do like the idea of just the the bubbles, or just, you're just how do you in do? your bubble? <laughs> it's pretty great. I mean, whew. local government. You wild. gotta let us know when the next one is. We gotta write in. We gotta write in. It's all. It's, it's wild. It's truly wild. A lot of people. Uh, whew, a, lot, a lot of stuff going on. It's very weird. Very weird. Uh, but friend, it is that super special time of the week where we chat about our pal, Mister T. October 15th. A month before Guys, I was born. Like a month before. Almost a month exactly. Guys, it's going to take me... I have to summarize this episode into as close... In as close to a minute as possible without going over or under to become a Braveheart. There's no chumps here on Ramjack anymore. There are no people who've forgotten anymore. It is just Bravehearts until we fuck up. <laughs> it's my turn. Because Brad did it last week. Correct. Alex, uh, you'll be you'll be summarizing the hundred-year-old mystery. You let me know when you're ready. Take a moment, collect those thoughts about what happened, what people were doing, what they were wearing. What the hell was going on? <laughs> a hundred-year-old mystery. I mean, to be honest, there's a few things that I still have questions about. So, I mean, we'll see how well the summary goes. True. There's a mystery that's older than you, than your parents, than anyone you ever known. Let us see if we can solve the mystery together. <laughs> now listen. <laughs> um, I'll give it a go. All right. You'll be going in three, two, one, go. Mr. T and the kids are taking a bus ride down to Mississippi to inherit the Magnolia House, where they're going to open up a gymnastic camp in the middle of the South, which is super weird and dumb. It's also a small town. Anyway, when they get there, these guys come out of nowhere called the Ghost Riders, and they threaten them and tell them to leave and get out of there. Uh, it turns out that the Ghost Riders are looking for treasure on the Magnolia House property, and they're having trouble finding it. So after some threatening close calls with these ghost riders that continually harass Mr. T and the kids, the kids split up. Some people go looking for the uh, ghost riders hideout in the forest. Some people, well, swamps, and some people go to the library to learn what's up. Well, they figure out that um, someone's boat sank in the swamp, and they kind of built like a memorial over it. And if you go down what they think is a well, which is actually the top of chimney of a steamboat, you actually get to go down there and get the treasure. But the treasure's worthless, because it's just a confederate money, not real American money. And everyone laughs, and that's the app. One minute! Yes! Mr. T, thank you. Without you... Uh, without your uh, 
what is it Mr. T brings? Uh, I mean, support. Believing in us. Setting us straight. But with a stern tone, but a soft hand. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you, Mr. T. This one was for you. Nice. And for the bird Definitely. angels. The most beautiful oh, of angels. Oh, the birdman. Oh, the birdman. The majestic birdman. The absolutely terrifyingly smart and, bird. And the Atlantean mummies. And the Atlantean mummies. For whatever, for, for whatever the mystery may be there. That's more than a hundred year mystery. We'll solve Definitely. it next week. Uh, I I mean, it's been a while since we've done a Mr. T app. Uh, guys, again, we're, we're only doing we're only doing one app of Mr. T. I know last time we were doing Mr. T, we're doing uh, two at a time because they're short. But guys, episodes have been running long lately. So we're just, uh, we're just doing one. Yeah. Pacing ourselves. Um, yeah, this is a great episode. It's a of Mr. delight. T. It's a delight. It's always a delight, but it starts Mr. T just lifting weights in a gym, I think, or exercising in just like a school gymnasium, mm-hmm. challenging us. Not, not threateningly, kind of, but kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he puts he puts down a, a stern challenge. It's like, hey, try to solve this mystery. You know, the team and I run into mysteries everywhere we go. And we solved them all. But this one in Mississippi was different. I'll tell you why. It was older than you, older than your parents, older than anybody you know. It was more than a hundred years old. And when a mystery been around that long, you know it's hard to solve. Keep your eyes peeled, think quick, and you might be able to solve the hundred year old mystery. It's older than anyone you could have ever known. I do like it's like And you think you have the audacity to come here and try to it, solve it with us. It really is Good like luck. a see if you can solve it. Like, alright, well I mean I am just gonna watch it. I think I'll I think I'll find out. No, you've tried to figure it out before we do. I'm like, okay, if I have to, I guess, but it seems like an unfair like a uh, challenge you've put before me, Mr. T. I Alright, I'll try. Hmm. <laughs> I think more cartoon shows should have a live action beginning. Yeah, it's end. a real lost it's a lost art form that I could I could really go for if we if we brought it back. I want so there's a uh, Fast and Furious uh 3D animated yeah. cartoon on Netflix. That should have Vin Diesel at the beginning of every episode and at the end of every episode with Michelle Rodriguez, like God, the whole that would crew. Be so good. Just chatting about life. <laughs> Chatting about moral lessons. Hey guys, we sure did learn a lot this week. <laughs> Every and it, it happens at the, at the breakfast table in the morning, and at the end of the episode, it's night for dinner, and they just learn through like meals. <laughs> That's when they talk about everything. Or maybe they're in the shop in the morning, and it's the, it's always dinner at the end. Oh. Though. It's always dinner, family family dinner at the end. Amazing. Every but every episode's lessons about yeah. family. Oh, well, yeah. Well, we, we sure did learn a lot with these spy races this week. Uh, but in the end, I think we, what we really learned is that family is the most important thing there is. <laughs> Sometimes I get frustrated with you, Letty, but that's okay. Because when you live with someone, you gotta, you know, navigate those. There will be disagreements. <laughs> but we'll work through them because we're a family. Now pass the corn on the cob. <sighs> See you kids next week. <laughs> what was uh what was his name uh paul walker's character's Ugh, name brian in one episode at the end it's just vin diesel at the table yelling brian's name and everyone's crying and that's just <laughs> the how it ends <laughs> there is no more lesson <laughs> it's just one episode as he's just uh, Alex, why would he be crying uh um brian is off uh uh with his uh, um 
wife and children living happily. Doesn't she come back? <laughs> Doesn't his wife come back for another for one for again I, in the new one? I think, but most I, yeah, but I think it's mostly though uh, they're off having a happy life now. I love the fact that if 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 Brian is with the kid just hanging out, it's like, look, you go have fun this time. Like if obviously we know why, but like in the story of it, it's like, look, go I, have fun. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> the gang back together i'm here with the kid don't let, let me worry about pta meetings and like homeschool go ahead because again they already cool. i think the last one was like the first one they filmed like after he died because i think he he died while they were finishing the one before um yeah so the last one i think is the first time they actually had to deal with but instead they didn't actually kill him off in the franchise they just he's off uh living his his life with his family now so they had like his brother like come in and like uh, like, like, then they CGI'd, um, Paul Walker's face onto it, and, uh, but basically he's off building sandcastles with his kids. But I want to say, yeah, they did something like, uh, they, they had, like, uh, they had the Jordana Brewster's, like, they brought her in and was like, yeah, well, alright, well, I'm gonna get back to the family now. Um, yeah, they're building sandcastles, I'm making so, money. <laughs> I'm the yeah, breadwinner, I, yeah, I think they obviously. I second to do something basically along those lines like I, that's awesome yeah, it's it's weird it's weird i want the rock and the other guy to like be in the background like trying to sneak into the family dinners they're not family oh, though absolutely right absolutely they're family Hobbs is, okay Hobbs good. Is family. okay maybe that alex listen here's how fast and the furious works um you're a villain <laughs> Hobbs is yeah. family for um, sure you're 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 like a main villain and then two movies later, you're part of the family. It's a giant amoeba. It just keeps sucking in new family members. So is Charlize Theron a family Not member now? Yet, but I think she may. I think but she, she get will there be. someday. She could get there I someday. Mean, they they brought in they brought in like fucking Shaw, and Shaw killed the uh, Mon. So, <laughs> well, supposedly trailers for the new movie yeah. are a little spoilerish. Think on that. Maybe they're bringing in clones. Maybe they're bringing in time travel. Which, god damn, if they brought in time Alex, travel, they brought in that, like cyborgs. Would... Like, come on. I didn't know they oh, brought yeah. in cyborgs. Idris, Idris Elba I'm not, I'm not in uh, Hobbs and Shaw is like he was basically like a soldier that they rebuilt with technology, and he's like basically a Terminator with superpowers. Yeah, that yeah. Is fucking Hobbs awesome. and Shaw is great. I gotta get. I gotta get on these movies. Definitely. Damn. All right. Well, Mr. T also happened yeah. this week. The kids are in the van. They're traveling through the swamps of Mississippi to go to the Magnolia House, the old Magnolia House, which is being either bought or gifted to them for them to open up a gymnastics camp yeah, in Mississippi, which, cool. Like, like I mean, uh, just a lot of questions. I mean, we always have questions about how this works. This, like, this traveling gymnastics team that Mr. T runs um, and, like, what their whole deal is, like... I guess they're all homeschooled. Like, what's happening? So that's. I guess that's what we're getting. I. But yeah, they're gonna open up this uh, this gymnastics camp in the old uh, plantation. Ooh boy! And uh, as they arrive, uh, there's a teen girl there. It's like, it's like, oh, that must be that must be the uh, the owner's uh, uh, daughter. Uh, why? Why isn't he there? <laughs> why isn't the person that actually uh, uh, sold them or the the landlord's? Uh, a daughter like why isn't he there why is he like letting his teenage daughter like she's learning the business brad she will one day be the landlord weird 
She ain't moving out of this town. She's not getting into gymnastics. This is all she's got. The family business of landlording. Made even worse the fact that it's the South. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but Jeff, one of the gymnastics kids, is like, hold up. Who's this angel? And then, like, he immediately, like, grabs her um, arm, too. It's real weird. Hey, what's up? I'm Jeff. I'm a gymnastics champion. You want to come, like, walk with me or something? There are times when they draw Jeff to look like an adult and not a teenage kid, and that's weird. And that's just the animation. Yeah. It's just, like, close up. They're putting too many wrinkles in his face to make it a little bit too defined. Oh, uh, but pretty soon uh, they're interrupted by the Ghost Riders. <laughs> and they, there's just a whole bunch of cars come and circle these kids in a van, and the kids are, like, cool paint jobs on these weirdo cars. And then they get, like, a megaphone and just, like, Hey, kids! Just walk away. Get away from this stupid... Uh, get away from the plantation and leave. Or else. Mr. T's like, shut your jibber-jabber, and he goes and regulate. But then, like, they try to run over the kids and Mr. Yeah. T in the cars? Or the vehicles? Um, There's a scene where the kids are like, quick, get into those shrubs. Which are not shrubs, they're trees. And they Samus Aran jump into the trees. Like, their bodies... Yeah, they're like... They jump into tight little... uh tight little balls like grab their knees and they are just flipping four or five times and landing in these trees yeah that is inhuman (laughs) that is gymnastics absolutely gymnastics um and mr t like grabs like like the lead of the ghost rider's car and like he's just like holding it up and like i'm not letting you get away um and then these other two cars like go to like ram mr t and then Mr. T does, like, this crazy fucking backflip over the cars. I mean, they've all got superpowers, right? Yeah. That's what gold gold, gold medal level gymnastics is like a superpower. It definitely is like a superpower. Um, other kids hiding in a tree. Like, it's just weird. Like, yeah. it, But it's awesome. So this freaks out the Ghost Riders a little bit because they didn't realize there was a superhero in town. So they got to, like, regroup. So they, they just kind of peel out and they go back to the swamp. Plus, their cars are all fucked up now. They kind of wrecked I mean, their the own cars. I just the fact that we're in Mississippi and, like, there's a group that seems to be talking. I'm like, are these just racists that are, um, that are, that are there oh, because yeah. there's a black guy? That was that what's happening? What was the end game for them, like, crushing Mr. T into their cars? Their cars still would have wrecked. Then they would just have had a dead body and blood and, like, a lot of witnesses. Are they going to kill kids? Like, what's the game plan there? I mean, obviously, they didn't realize he was a superhero and they could just, like, vamp out and then they would all crash. But poor decisions, guys. Ghost riders. Um, so the kids go inside. Like, Mr. T's going to go try to... He's he's going to go take uh, um daughter home... Like, so her father just, like, dropped her off. Like, hey, you stay here and wait with the key. Um, and then they'll give you a ride back. Like, hey, um, dad? Landlord dad? Like, what is your deal? Dad, it's gonna get dark soon. It's the summer. It'll get dark around 8. It's 7.30. Didn't they say it could be anywhere between, like, 8 and 10 o'clock tonight? You'll be fine. In the abandoned Magnolia house? The creepy Magnolia house? Get in there and don't sass me, girl. I'm telling you. I got rounds to make as landlord of the town. I just had them drive you home. We don't know them. (laughs) Come on. I'm sure they're good people, quality folk. If you don't trust them, how can they ever trust you? They don't have to trust me. They're doing business Uh. with you. (laughs) (laughs) So Mr. T and that lady 
because they have whoever like the marm is that goes with them. They just leave the yeah. kids, right? And the kids are just in the mansion yeah. by themselves. Because, and the girls are like, yeah, well, we're going to bed. So some point in the middle of the night, the girls are like having a chat, and they they hear something outside. They're like, well, let's go investigate this. Shouldn't we wake up Mr. T? I'm not going to be the one that wakes him up. <laughs> like, I love that like everyone's scared to wake up Mr. T. <laughs> Understandable. Yeah, it's, yeah. Don't uh, do but it. But they go to, involve, go to investigate the mystery, um, and then uh, they think they catch the burglars, but oh no, it's just uh, uh, Jeff and the other guy. Oh, they all, they all Damn heard it, something. So they're just going to go investigate, and what is the other guy's name? Which there's yeah. only one other guy, right? I do not remember his name, but he's um, smart. Yeah, he, is he? I, I he was the. I don't he, remember he their names. The one that, um, ended up needing glasses uh, in that other episode we watched. Uh, oh yeah. No, I want to see the Mr. T cartoon. Come on, Mr. T. Uh, Mr. T TV series. Here we go. Woody, Woody. Um, yeah, so, yeah, they run into, uh, Jeff and Woody, but they both heard something. What are, what are the girls' names? Um, Robin is the redhead, and Kim is the Japanese girl, who is a computer scientist with a photographic memory. Who might also be a computer. Yeah, Didn't we yeah, establish yeah, that in an early episode? <laughs> a lot of stuff's adding up that she's a Definitely. robot. Um, so, they run to them, um, so then they're still investigating... And Woody's like, hey guys, stop, because they're all running, and they don't listen to him, and they just push him forward, and they all fall into a giant hole full of snakes. <sighs> As you do. Yeah, teenagers are getting lost in the swamps of a state they just drove God. into. Being lost in Mississippi is just the most terrifying. Oh. <laughs> that should be just the theme of a horror movie, yeah. Lost in Mississippi, and it's just you trailing through some swamps. Mm. It's no good. No good. Brad, they're Ono Copperhead situation. 100% Ono Copperheads. It's very bad. And Kim is like, oh, I'm pretty sure these are poisonous snakes, which is no good. Um, They are seeing their life flash before their eyes. They're all terrified, as you would, in a hole of snakes. And then they hear a voice from above. <laughs> above the pit, there's someone talking about snake. They're, they're, they're talking about, like, Something touches black poison and lax or some kind of very Red bad rhyme scheme. I don't even know. Lax. Uh black touches yellow, you're gonna die or something. I Well black is touching yellow, so I don't even know. I guess it's red, red touches to, yellow, you're dead fellow. You're dead I don't fellow, that's what it is. God, it is awful. And like I, I couldn't even understand what she said the first time. I had to like rewind it like twice. Because like, what? Oh, yeah. what is this fucking limit? The robot Kim processes it and is like, oh yeah, my encyclopedic knowledge shows that these are just harmless. And she says yeah, some sort of snake. It's not a coral snake. It's a it's a cinnamon snake, I think. It I, was think weird. I, I think you just wanted to hear cinnamon snake. I don't think she said cinnamon snake. You've said it pretty, twice and thank pretty, you. Because um, I did just want to sure hear it. that's not the case. <laughs> gotcha. Um, and then there's a rope that gets lowered and there's an old woman up there and... Um, they're like, hey, thanks for saving us. Who are you? She's like, people around here call me a uh, swamp lady. I don't <laughs> mind. 
It's just a, it's a pretty accurate depiction of who I am, and as long as they leave me and my pets alone, we're okay. Those snakes in that pit are yours? Yep, it's my snake pit for 30 years now. Um, <laughs> Ever since I was a wee snake uh, swamp lady, and I don't mind watching these snakes. Someone's I'm got to. I'm making a movie with my family. We're all going to live in a pit full of snakes. I've been filming it for <laughs> five years. I've lost three family members along the way. But I thought they oh, aren't these poisonous. aren't poisonous. Some of them but aren't. But the other ones are. What other ones? <laughs> them over there in the other hole. Why do you have so many snake holes? <laughs> well, so they, they can't get out of really deep holes. Well, why are you trying to trap them into holes? It makes making the documentary easier. I mean, the movie easier. Like, my family's always trying to get out of the holes, and I'm saying, no, don't get out of the holes. So that way, they can't get out. Huh. I mean, the snakes can get out, but family can't. Huh. Okay, we're going to mosey on back to the plantation. Thanks a lot, swamp lady. That's what they call me. <laughs> weird. Weird. Soup's weird. Weird flex. Who are you? Oh, I'm the swamp. I'm going to impress these uh, young youths, these teens. Well, I'm swamp lady. Cool. Do you have a name? Eh, I just live in a shack here, kind of off to the side. Like, where are you? But she does give them information about how the plantation used to be owned by some dude who may have buried treasure on it. I don't remember he, all the reasons so, or all the knowledge Yeah, basically she drops. the only thing she conveys is like, oh yeah, uh, this was owned by uh, by this guy back in Civil War times, and uh, he went missing um, on his ship. He was a colonel uh, or something, I guess, for the Confederacy. They never say um, he's a because I was listening very carefully. They never say he was a he was a colonel for the Confederacy. They just say he was a colonel in the Civil War. Um, and then in the end, we find his, that his boat, A, has a Confederate flag inside it, and B, is filled with Confederate money. So, definitely. Oh, yeah. And it's obviously in Mississippi. And so. Yeah, and there's statues dedicated to him alongside other Confederate officers in the town square. So, I mean, it adds up. Yeah. <laughs> Oddly yeah. enough, yeah. it all kind of adds up. So, uh... Um, Mr. T finds them and is like, kids, why the fuck did you go out by yourselves? Why aren't you in bed? Because they come back from Swamp Lady's house to the plantation. And they go to bed the next morning. They're driving the van to town. They need to tell the the, uh, Okay, the bus. They need to get that bus back into town to fuel up and also to talk to the sheriff. I do love what happens here because it's a little, it's weird. Like, just yes. the... So uh, these ghost riders come back after them. And I, I love the fact that they should keep using... The um uh the megaphone, like right. hey oh, yeah. get out of here! Like I just love the idea of threatening somebody via megaphone. Um, Mr. T's not having this. Somehow he uses the rocks to like ramp and then sail over yeah. the cars I mean, and land some Fast and Furious, the bus. Uh, nonsense. Yeah, like he. Because the, the the Ghost Riders are going to ram Mr. T, and he's like, fuck that. I'm going to fly over those cars. I do love how, in, like, in awe they are of Mr. Yeah. T. In every corner when they, like, run against him, there's fear, but then, like, mad yeah. respect. <laughs> um, So they do something else to kind of, like, mess with them in the bus, and eventually Mr. T follows them to well, a so barn? Well, 
Like a little straight so up basically, farm? Um, Mr. Like, they try to ram Mr. T again, and um, when they go off the side of the road, uh, Mr. T hops out of the bus and starts chasing them down on foot. Um, and chases them into a barn. Vim and vehicles him on his feet, and they're like, holy fuck, this guy's legit. Um, so they're inside the barn, and, like, they pull a rope to knock a bunch of bales of hay down onto Mr. T, and they're like, ah, that's got him. It's like, you motherfuckers, hay can't stop Mr. T. Well, before that, don't they try to do, like, one of them tries to hit him with a baseball bat, and the bat just shatters on Mr. T's yes. back? Which, wow. Um, another one tries to go at him with a pitchfork. Mr. T just lifts a single bale of hay and just throws it at him, one-armed, and just knocks this guy clear across the barn. Then they pile him high, like Brad said, with all those stacks of hay, and they're like, that should stop him for a while. <laughs> what? And then Mr. T straight up, uh... I, I, I love how, it. like, he's, he's, he, so he's piled under all the bales of hay, and he just does, like, a big, like, just throws all of them off at once just like yeah. in a just pure superpower moment it kind of reminded me of in the second to last star wars movie where ray like gets all those rocks and like throws them away from the entrance so they can get out it's kind of one of those it feels like a jedi force thing as opposed to just like yeah, but yeah force when they see this yeah when they see the t-force unleashed their jaw again oh my god this guy is crazy awesome we got to get back to our cars boys let's go ghost riders out i mean ghost riders back to the car uh, Mr. T chases after the car and then grabs and holds on to the bumper and rips it off when they drive away mr t is a yeah. force he is he's the oh, best man. i love him um so they're like all right well we need to go to the fucking sheriff now um, yeah. So they they go into town. Jeff, meanwhile, is going to go hang out at the diner with the uh, teenage daughter. And uh, they go into the sheriff's office. And this herd of had a sheriff is ridiculous. He's like, well, what do you want me to charge him with? And Woody's like, oh, listen, I've got the charges. Uh, but, uh, Mr. T, you got to make me a deal that I get to go with you. It's like, all right, give him the charges. All right. First, we got uh, uh, reckless driving, uh, threats. Uh, okay, okay, slow down. I can only write so fast. Oh, it's good. Yeah. It is awesome. So the plan is that uh, Kim and Robin are going to go to the library and do some research, which is the primary right. reason of what's going on with this Always important, guys. you got to go to the library uh, and, and do your research. Always. With, whether yes. whether you're trying yes. to solve a hundred-year-old mystery or if you're playing Call of Cthulhu, gotta go to the fucking library. Mr. T and uh, Woody are gonna go in a hovercraft into the swamps to just settle the score, I guess, with the uh, <laughs> no. the Ghost Riders, which bold Definitely. move. But when you got a Mr. T, <laughs> when you got a Mr. T, I guess yeah. it's fine. Uh, and then Jeff is gonna go to the diner to smooth talk the landlord's daughter, and. Uh, while he's there, he runs his big fat mouth. Uh, those ghost riders ain't a thing. We ain't worried about them because we're going to go get them. Mr. T's going to the swamps and uh, they're going to the library. So you don't have to worry about them much anymore. When are you going to get off work? What are we doing later? You need to show me around the plantation. So, uh, of course, these ghost riders are in the diner and overhear all of the plans. So now they know what's up. So they're like, all right, 
so let's, uh, I'll go take the girls in the library. Uh, you go take care of, uh, Mr. T. Cool. Uh, that's, that's the way to go. Uh, okay. I would definitely, uh, yeah. I would definitely be on the library team. Uh, I don't, I don't want to be the one going up against Mr. T. Oh, totally. Um. They have a nice library. Yeah. As small town as this is, because the diner looks like it's yeah. in a trailer, but it may not well, be. Also, I, like, <laughs> the rest of the buildings, like the sheriff's um, office, it all looks like old, like an Old West soundstage. Because like oh, these yeah. are like little tiny places. But yeah, the library is impressive. It's yeah. two stories. <laughs> it's like, damn. But, uh, so yeah, the girls are in the library, and they figure out, ah, so this guy was in the Civil War, and he went missing. Interesting. We already knew all of this. Ah, but I think I've solved the mystery. At which time, a shelf starts to fall very slowly. <laughs> which caused the domino effect of other shelves, and all the girl, uh, the two, uh, Kim and Robin, are like, oh no! And they immediately do their own trademark uh, gymnastics to get out of it. I do love the they're first like, oh no, we're gonna be crushed! It's like, no, it's moving very slowly. Clearly, you can just, uh... Yeah, I mean, you can see this. your way out of this. They do. do, but as they, um, and they see like the Ghost Rider guy um, running away to escape, and they're chasing after him, but then they immediately slip on books. That's the weirdest. Whoa. thing. Oh no, these books slick hardcovers. Why do they have to make these slick hardcovers uh, <laughs> in the late seventies? Fuck. Damn these dust. But they jackets. also pick up like a globe and like. <laughs> Robin picks up a globe and basically, like, in, in, in basketball passing fashion, just, like, throws it at this guy. And in the animation, we see him already out the door. Like, he's gone. Like, but somehow this happened in between there. And, yeah, she gets him. But like you said, the dust jackets are slick covers. Immediately, they trip on it. And they're just like, oh, no. It's an infomercial. Your books could easily trip you if you keep it in the floor. That's why you need the bookshelf. Um, it's one of those kind of things. But they know what they need to do now, because they know what's up. They need to go look for that treasure on the plantation. Exactly. Um, so yeah, Mr. T and Woody, they're, they're off into the swamp to, because they, um, they figured out where the, uh, uh, Ghost Riders, uh, hideout is. So they're... Well, they think they did. Woody's joyriding around in a hovercraft. Mr. T, I think it's just around the next bend. You said that ten bends ago. Yeah, but I mean it this time. Um, but the thing is, they don't know is uh, because uh, Jeff blabbed his mouth and they know that they're coming. They've had time to set up a bunch of Ewok traps. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, the same thing that can take out an at-at can also take out yeah. a hovercraft. It's pretty great. Like Just like a big tree like with some ropes around it and they just swing and knock it into their boat. <laughs> How did they do this? How did you set this up? This is elaborate. The one guy did not do this. That's a great question. And then they're like, ah, don't worry. The, the crocodiles will take care of him from here. Uh, excuse me? It looks like one of the crocodiles actually bites Mr. T as they're swimming away, but no. Yeah. He, he He's able to get around them and then grab his tail and then swing him around and then throw this crocodile. We get that great, great shot far. from he the looks, credits. Oh, yeah. After he does this, he just looks at the other crocodile and is basically like, try me. And the other crocodile, like, eyes gets wide. He's just like, nothing to see no, here, man. You be you. And he just kind of backs up, which is good. awesome. It's really good. Um, so luckily, they've uh, they come up on the shore of the Ghost Rider's hideout. Uh, you can tell because it's got a big, it's got a big scary uh, Ghost Rider skeleton uh, right on the barn. Ooh. 
Um, so they go in, and immediately they find uh, a book that just says log on it. And Woody's like, oh, it's his diary. But she's like, that's a ship's log. Oh. And I love the ship's log because it's just like, it's the worst log. Like, we see the last entry. Uh, July 5th, 1863. Big storm. Sinking fast. Can't save currency. I love that he has time as the ship's sinking to write in his log. Big storm. Sinking fast. Can't save currency. Has to. Gotta, gotta make time. I mean, that's all. That's the only record they had. If anything's happening, save the logbook. <laughs> write in your logbook and throw it out the window. Wild. So then uh, uh, Jeff and uh, uh, teenage daughter show up. And they're like, man. And she's like, I can't believe they figured out we were coming. Just like, yeah, it's probably my fault. Sorry. I was bragging in the diner to impress uh, teenage daughter. Her response, you don't have to impress me. <laughs> Which could mean, ouch. Sorry, Jeff. Or it could mean that she is into it. I, th- I, I honestly think it don't means, know uh, the hey, uh, We're in Mississippi, and like you're the best we I got around here, so. Um, I do love when the kids are walking and the ghost riders get them on the plantation mm-hmm. grounds. Because they walk past just trees, and the ghost riders seem to appear yeah. out of nowhere. It's animation. I know they can do this, but it really looks like there's a stick thin tree, and they're just yeah. like whoop, hiding behind. It's pretty it. good. Um, so, and uh, also, this is like the first time we get to see any of uh, Spike and uh, 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 Dozer uh, in this app. Um, which, oh yeah, like Spike is like he's really Mister. Like usually he's doing a lot of uh, Mister T cosplay and trying to do Mister T voice a lot. Um, <laughs> but like, I, I don't think he says any anything in his actual voice in this episode, does he? The only time he does is when... Because they net bulldoze, like, Dozer. They, like, throw a net on him, and that's just, like, can't do it. I'm a dog, can't figure this out. Um, And the only one that they don't get is Spike, because everyone else they, like, grab from behind, and Spike's like, get away from them! And Spike tries to run and harness the power of uh, whatever Mr. Uh, T's force is. And he successfully... Yeah, the T-Force. He successfully propels himself at them at, like, bullet speed, but he misses, like he overshoots, and then the guy's able to like shocked, but still like this kid's literally flying at me, but he's able to like wait, and once he passes, grab his legs, and then he's like, "Let me go!" Right. Hey, I'm serious. Let me go! And he's just like, "Dude, one, that's not gonna work. No one's just gonna let you go." Though it would be awesome if they respected him that much. Um, <laughs> if it was just as simple as "Let me go." What I love is um, the girls have figured out that what they had seen uh, on the plantation earlier that they thought was, like, the grave of, uh, of this, uh, um, this Civil War captain isn't actually a grave. Because it was a real weird memorial, um, by the way. It's like a pipe coming out of the ground with, like, points on the top of it. Does not look any... This looks like no sort of memorial I've ever seen. You know what it does look like? A steamboat stack. <laughs> From, I I would say like in like Civil War yeah. times for sure. But it's like a steamboat stack, like classic, um, out of the ground, and with like a hat on it, because <laughs> they've got this like ornamentation on the top of it, and they just pull that off. Oh, the ornamentation is yeah, they just pull it off. They're yeah. like, hey, cool, whatever, let's go down in there. So that what ultimately happens well, is Mr. T and the guys come by and they see uh uh. Dover. But uh, hold up, hold up, Rover. hold up. But, like, the, the idea of this okay. is that because this is the swamp, 
Um, at one point, um, the boat got stuck here in the swamp, and now this isn't water anymore, and so it's just underground. Um, the Civil War wasn't that... There's no way. No. Like, because this is all hard ground. It's not like this is, like, like near water. This is... It's just... They've just buried, like, a steamship underground. Like, this makes no ge- geographical sense whatsoever. Yeah. Um, no But they way. go down no in way. there because they realize, yeah, no this way. is the ship, and we can just go down through the through the um, steam pipe tunnel, which also, uh, I don't know about that. Uh, that's, I don't trust any, like, I, no. Uh, it's probably f- impacted with mud, I would assume, because that thing's just been open all this time. Oh, yeah, there's definitely like, rainwater there's no, in there. Yeah, this is not a safe structure to go down into. You're not. But they just go down, and they're inside a boat now. But this is, like, a proper giant boat. Yeah. Like, there's lots of room inside of this motherfucker. Um, there's, like, they they go downstairs, and the, the ghost riders put them in, like, a holding cell. So Mr. T goes and regulates, and then I want to say Woody and um, Jeff are there, and they make some kind of comment about, like, because it's basically like four against two, and they're like, "This seems about right." And then both of them in unison use their magic um, T force gymnastics powers to just bound around and just make a lot of spectacle of movement before they actually like take all these people out. Oh yeah, there's a chandelier swinging. I, I love that. Like, and again, uh, this is also down here inside the boat is where you see like the actual Confederate flag, and it's like I don't know. It's weird seeing a Confederate flag in a cartoon. <laughs> Very strange. Oh yeah, that was. Jarring. Um, what I think is wild is like, how are they planning on is, getting the safe up that steam stack? How are they getting out? The steam stack's the only way in and out, and well, no one a, knows there's a rope. Here. So seemingly they're just gonna climb the rope back out. But okay. And Mr. T is a superhero, so he'd easily they could all just fly <laughs> yeah. out. Well, let's Mr. T can just Spider-Man climb his way out. <laughs> yeah. So I have a question. It, every when uh, Woody and Jeff take out their respective bad guys. One of them has like a roulette wheel that spins up out of a roulette table that's suddenly down here and in his lap, and he says some kind of quip about like he lost. But then Jeff's guy hits like some sort of barrels, or like looks like ketchup, and it just kind of like blah, blah, bubbles over and yeah. covers this guy. What I'm the hell is it's that? Wine or beer or something? Blood wine? I guess it wine could. Be. I don't know. It's bright red. So I uh, yeah. <laughs> he just died. That's just all. Like he's just bleeding, massively bleeding. <laughs> Tons of blood. It's pretty great. Pretty great. One, of, the other guy runs at Mr. T with like a metal like yeah. coat rack, or yeah, and Mr. T just bends it and uses it to like. How big is him, this uh, boat? Keep him at bay. It is a Huge. castle. This is straight up old timey showboat, like, steamboat. Maybe it is a steamboat. Are not we sure general, that like uh, maybe uh, like King Koopa didn't own this ship at one time? Because it is elaborate. I mean, there's no way they got that out of there because they have the safe. They get it above land and no one can open it except for Mr. T who uses his T-Force to just straight up rip the door off of it. Money piles out. All the money. Dry and intact. It's Confederate uh, money. The, I, so what was... I Confederate money is such a weird trope of like 70s and 80s TV shows. Like... I can't, like, there's so many, like, why was that such a thing? My only guess is that it literally was a thing. Like, maybe people did find, like, large, like, um, just caches of Confederate money. 
and that just took the imaginations huh. of people. Like all this worthless. It used to be worth thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars, and now it's nothing. Because I, I just feel like there were so many sitcoms and TV shows of like seventies and eighties where it's like, oh, people they think they're rich, they think they found all this money, and they're like, oh, this is Confederate money. It's worthless. It's like, what? Weird. <laughs> weird that that's just like, it's like one of those weird like cartoonish cliches that's just so present that I'm like. I, like, I haven't thought about in forever. You think that, like, people who collect money would yeah. pay for it? Like, it's not worthless. It's just worth less yeah, than you thought. Yeah, it's not thought. worth the, yeah. You could still get some good yeah, money out of something. it. Like, it's worth a little bit. I mean, I, I guess, I guess like, the Iraqi uh, dinars is, like, the equivalent of, like, Confederate money now. Yeah. yeah all those fucking, all those crazy people that think they're going to get rich on those, uh, Listen, as, as soon as uh, Trump uh, uh, re, uh, um, reintegrates uh, the money and uh, revaluates uh, the Iraqi dinar, all that money is magically worth a lot more. It's not. It's not at all. It's not <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't think that's how any no, of that works. they have to print new money. You have to, like, return the, the old uh, dinars and then they print new ones. Um, so even if that happened... That money would be worthless. That money would be Confederate money. It would be literally the same thing. But that doesn't stop people uh, on infomercials from selling it. <laughs> so Jeff is sad. He's like, guys, none of this would have happened. Or things would have been more safe if I had just not been a braggart and like really tried to talk. I ruined everything by developing our plans on accident to the wrong people and I'm sorry Mr. D I put it's you guys so in wild because obviously it's an 80s cartoon so we have to have like a moral lesson in every episode um, especially for Mr. D to come back at the end and tell us about but like the idea that the theme of this episode is about bragging <laughs> is a stretch but awesome I also love it well no I guess it's it is really good so bizarre um, bizarre but I how they try to pull it off I think is impressive like it, it, it's good um, kind of shoehorned in at the end but fair Mr. T comes back, real Mr. T, because everyone has a big laugh about the fake money and that I guess they're just going to go ahead and set up the camp, which could take weeks, months. I have no idea. That house is in a decrepit shape. And the staircase is fucking huge. Like, it's yeah. super wide. It looked like a freaking slide. Like a, It looked like a 20-foot wide slide instead of a staircase, but that's just the animation quality. Mr. T. Hey, kids, welcome back. Did you figure out the mystery? We figured out the mystery. Did you? I don't even know, but the way he says it is a little weird. It makes it sound like he's not asking a question. He's just, like, making a statement. Did you? But I can't say it in a non-question. I don't know how he does it. It's It's team magic. It's okay if you didn't this time, though, Brad, because there'll be plenty of episodes in the future. Thanks, Mr. T. Now listen to this, Tim. (laughs) Now get the real message. (laughs) So good. Bragging is not cool, and the only person that can do it is Mr. T in a weird, like, roundabout way. And you know that. I love it. It's See so good. Week? It's great. It is awesome. I do love it. Losers are the ghost riders because they're losers. They use a megaphone everywhere yeah. they go around. Just also, it was all, all of this for Confederate they're, money, which is worthless. Yeah. Um, They're my favorite. Their reactions are my favorite in this entire thing because uh, they're just, again, constantly in awe and really respect mm-hmm. Mr. T. Game recognized game. Um but they they lose. Jeff could also lose, but they are the wet true loot. Who's the winner? 
Because that's Confederate money, bro. Um, I think maybe the sheriff won. He got to bust those ghost riders and Mr. T and the kids did all the work to catch them. There you go, Sheriff One. I mean, it's a it's a real. Uh, he also gets to confiscate all this money. I'm assuming, right? So he can at least flip it into yeah. some monetary. It's game. a real Hardy Boys Nancy Drew situation where, uh, like, the kids did all the work, and the, like, then the sheriff just cleans up and gets all the recognition for it. <laughs> is worst dress is worst dress Swamp Lady? <laughs> yeah. I hate to do that, no, but she is the Swamp Lady. lady. She's cool. She got it. a hole full of snakes. Come on. <laughs> I don't feel I don't feel bad about judging the swamp lady. Also, she's real shifty looking. I don't like her. Um, I guess best dress is either the kids because their outfits are just maybe maybe it's the uh, landlord's daughter. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's got some cool yeah. outfits, and they're different than the other stock outfits of the other kids. So she at least gets to like have Definitely. outfits and not the uniform Mr. T makes these kids wear day yeah. in and day out. Oh, I think that's yeah. I think that's a good call. Yeah, she's best dressed. Alright. There you go. That's the episode. Thank you so much for listening to Ramjack. I'm Alex. That's Brad. There's the Ramjack podcast. Ramjack. Well, that's what you're listening to. There's the Ramjack website, ramjackpodcast.com. There is the Facebook group. Get at us in any channel you choose to and tell us what's up with you. What do you think about Mr. T? What do you think? Are you filet mignon or T bone? No. Are you so east right now? Don't know what that means, but I'd love to know. It hurts, in fact. I just learned. Uh, Hello, and welcome to Backstory (laughs) for Virginia Public Radio. (laughs) (laughs) Now, what? I never knew this before, but did you realize that the Atlanteans mummified their dad? That's a real interesting fact. Huh. I didn't realize that Atlantis was real. Also... Didn't realize there were so many Hawkmen in the Bible. Very interesting. <laughs> By Hawkmen, you mean angels. Like, the, the the depiction of angels has been changed forever. Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Backstory for Virginia Public Humanities. I'm Ian Tomato, talking about Hawkmen. A lot of people don't know this, but Hawkmen have been with us for generations. Some say even as far back as the Bible. <laughs> All right, weird. Super weird. Isn't your podcast ending in it's June or July? But Best then I'm of luck, start man. My tomato cast. Every every week, I'll be <laughs> taking you on a journey through my through my tomato patch. We'll examine tomatoes that are red tomatoes, green tomatoes, yellow tomatoes. How do you know if a tomato's ripe? Is this a good tomato or a bad tomato? What about a sweet tomato? What is it? Huh. When should I pick my tomato? How should I pick <laughs> a tomato? All kinds of tomato questions. Did I plant enough? Did I not? Did I plant too little? You might think that's the same question worded differently, but we'll explore it over a four-part episode. Or a four-part series. I do promise series. is to sound constantly surprised. <laughs> not too unlike uh, the ghost writers from an episode of Mr. T from 1983 oh. <clears throat> known fact nearly a month before I published almost a month before the uh, birthday of a podcast host on a fellow on another podcast Ramjack truth truth <clears throat> and I just want to say to everybody my family learned a whole lot of important lessons this week on the podcast 
But I think the most important lesson we learned was Don't live with wild animals! That includes Hobbs. Motherfucker's an animal. I hate him. But is he family? Yeah, he's family. <laughs> animal family. Fuck the rock. I mean, I mean, um, um, I mean, Hobbs is part of my family. I don't have some weird, uh, uh, um, dislike of, of the rock. Um, uh, I mean, nothing. It's real weird. How do you not like the rock? Come on. Come on, Vin Diesel. Get it together. I mean, you're Vin fucking Diesel. The rock is kind of a crazy, not a crazy conservative, but is conservative. And sometimes when he starts talking that stuff, he's a little weird. Yeah. That's when you're like, oh, rock. Really, dog? Oh. But not like I would say far right crazy conservative. He is just conservative. Hmm. That's no good. It's not. But that's the only thing I can really say. Other than that, he's a very charming fellow. I enjoy him in movies. What if it turns out like Vin Diesel is like super left wing? Like he's just like he's a real like cool like like Marxist Leninist like leftist like but like really really knows his shit too. And that's like the real falling out between him and the Rock. <laughs> that would be amazing. I would love that. That would be great. Oh, I, I like their whole thing is really is just like um like it's just purely political differences. Oh yeah, at least you can't get past it. That's I love fine. It. I, I love the idea of Vin Diesel, a DSA member. It's pretty <laughs> great. I could see it. I could totally see it. I mean, I can't, but I love it. I, I like I like to imagine it, but I cannot see it. <laughs> <laughs> cannot. <laughs>